All right, First Smoke family, we got Doja Draco for you guys, straight out of Austin, Texas. We shot this episode while we were on the Texas tour. Shout out to all the Texans, man. We appreciate all the good barbecue. This guy's <laughs> got a cool journey and definitely one not to miss. And you already know, if you haven't yet, Get on FSOTD.com, firstsmokeoftheday.com. Make sure you go check out the tiers we got to offer. We're giving the website a facelift. If it's not already enacted, it will be soon. Check out the tiers. Shout out to the tier three gang. We appreciate you guys. You can get your brand name or your name strolled in the credits at the end of this podcast and every other podcast we do by being a part of the tier three gang. We appreciate you guys. Also, shout out to Dr. Dabber, drdabber.com. If you want to get the latest code for Dr. Dabber, go on that sponsor tab right there on fsotd.com and check out what the code is go get an excess go get an evo whatever it is you like from dr dabber they're gonna take care of you tell them you're with the family not only can you get hooked up with dr dabber but also grow generation and drip hydro if you're a grower if you're a hustler if you're a trapper they have everything from vacuum seal bags to nutrients to carbon filters everything imaginable every nutrient line the lights mediums everything growgeneration.com in store or online but the only way to get hooked up is go to fsotd.com and get the newest code you got to get on the site it's free it's easy and it gets you hooked up it's the same with drip hydro if you're not happy with your nutrient company or you just want to try something different or you want to do side by sides Try Drip Hydro. You get hooked up, all you gotta do is go to fsotd.com, super simple. Get hooked up strictly with Drip. Everything smokes better in Texas. Without any further ado, got my man Draco. Let's go. What's good, everybody? We're back with another one's first smoke of the day. It's your boy, Pat Guys in the building here with my co-host, Black Lee. Smoking. What you guys got going on? Because we know you guys are repping Doja and, and, you're, and you're also growers as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, so basically, it started pre-Doja. Um, you know, I was just, you know, you're, you're running a little tra trapper out over here, uh, moving flour on a big basis. I got out of prison, uh, Texas State Penitentiary uh, in 2018. When I got out, the cannabis industry was actually like really booming. I did a few years in there. So uh, before I went in, uh, the cannabis wasn't really that big over here. Of course, people moved it. You know, there's always like a presence out here for it. But as far as like quality goes, it wasn't really out here like that. Uh, dudes going back and forth to Cali. It wasn't really happening like on, on the scale that we see today. Uh, when I got out in 2018, uh, it, it had taken off. And um, as our relationship started to like grow and flourish, I was like, okay, man, like I want to start getting in this growing thing too. So, you know, he has enough knowledge and he's a, like a dirt nerd himself. Like, I'm a weed nerd for sure. Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah uh, I'm a stoner for sure. He has really good ways to like, yeah, he has, we, have, we have a really good uh, relationship uh, going on, man. I feel like we're polar opposites as far as like taste and, and what we like doing, but like the friendship, the brotherhood that we got going on, the partnership is just like been very easy for me on my end because it's just like I leave him to do his thing over there. He helps me um, manage the shit that I'm growing back at my spot. And um, we have something really good going on. So we've been doing that. Um, our quality started to raise up as the experience uh, grew. So it's only been about 
probably three years. Yeah, it's only been about three years. And then probably within the last like year or so, and uh, the last, I would say about three or four batches, the demand on it grew to like the 50 states really quickly. That came quickly. That came unexpectedly because I'm out over here in Texas. It's kind of like the same stigma that like, I feel like when you say you got Oklahoma weed or something like mm-hmm. that, you know what I mean? Not saying like talking mess about Oklahoma uh, growers. I know a lot of good growers, but uh, the customers as a whole kind of seem like they have like this, uh, the stigma toward it. But um, people like us and other dudes I know out here in the South that are doing their thing, you know, we're taking that stigma away. We're showing you that boutique flower can come from anybody that has the passion of the plant like Burke or I do or uh, anybody from the Doja side. And uh, going on with the Doja side, um, you know, as I started to do my thing over here, uh, I ended up linking up with my boy EK, my motherfucking brother. Like EK has, I, I'm sure y'all guys met him. In, he has like one of the best energies in the game ever, man. Like uh, we're about the same age. We have a lot of the same like uh, interests and stuff like that. So we clicked, you know, pretty fast. But his passion for the flower is what really like, I was like, man, I really want to like work with these guys. And then eventually I met Ryan. Ryan uh, figured out I was from Texas. He had been out from, uh, he, he had lived in Texas for a while himself. And uh, he wanted to start coming out to events. And uh, South by Southwest was like right there around the corner. I was like, bro, pull up to South by Southwest. He did. We had a pop-up um, that I brought him uh, through. And it was, it was just a really good success. We had a really good time. Uh, product was moving, all that, all that good stuff. And then uh, he started coming out here more. Every time he came out, he hit me up and I'd go pick him up, make sure he was good out over here. And uh, yeah, we've we done a lot out here in Texas together. So I just feel like the whole passion of weed that they got going on is just something completely different that stands out from a lot of different uh, brands out there. I've worked with a lot of different brands, but nobody like Doja, uh, the whole team as a whole was like focused on the genetics part. Because the most important part of like the, the cannabis industry, in my opinion, at least, is the breeding. The breeders are some of the most important people, the, the ones who are putting out the genetics and like making sure that that finished product is done to like the absolute best. Nobody doesn't like Doja on a commercial level, at least. I'm sure there's people out there that would argue uh, you know, their side, but to the level that they're doing that, it's global. And the demand is the demand is there and the supply is there. So I mean, it was easy for me to align myself with somebody who had in, the, in a group of people that had the same views as myself. And uh, you know, that's what we've been working at, man. Ever since Ryan's, you know, I bought a lot of genetics off him. He's gifted me a lot of genetics. So yeah, man, that's that's where the, the whole Doja relationship came in. And you know, I continue uh, work with these dudes like Burke and and Ryan and EK and the whole the whole gangs because these dudes have. The same passion that I do, but they're on their own time. So I get to learn, learn a lot from them. And then we get to have a good relationship. We get to you know, build this whole bridge together. I will give uh, Doja credit for doing that, always bringing different varieties and selections and then empowering people that he sees potential with, he sees a future with, and then showcasing it as well. Absolutely. He'll come out, he'll try it, he'll post about it, he'll be talking about it. And he'll tell all the players about it, which yeah. does a lot. You know, mm-hmm. it does a lot for multiple parts of the game. So it's cool. You guys are creating an ecosystem that everybody can eat off of. Everybody can thrive and everybody. It's a constant elevation. Yeah. Um, people, people like to say, oh, they're, he's not a grower. Or he's not this. You, know, that. you can't play every position on the field. He's the quarterback. 
So That's a good way to put it. Yeah, you can't play every position on the field. He's got some of the best growers and breeders in the game working just strictly on shit that he's putting in his in their hands, you know? So they're putting that priority number one even over, over some of their own shit most of the time, which is impressive, you know? So not a lot of people could get in there and convince these types of guys to mm-hmm. do that type of shit and then him go out and empower people in multiple markets, multiple areas from small to big um, and be kind of everywhere at all at once and create this omnipresence of a global movement. And he's one of the first to be able to do this, obviously alongside with guys like Burner and these other guys that have pioneered and trailblazed, um, created their own lane and own position in this game and opened up the market to where more people can get involved and more people can also aspire to have a position similar like that. So shout out to to you guys and shout out to them for yeah. uh, making that possible in this game because that's what it's going to take to continue to involve the cannabis scene and cannabis industry, especially for how we know it yeah. and how we see it and how we can all be involved mm-hmm. in it, no matter where you're at, where you're coming from, whether it's fucking Europe, US, wherever the hell. Um, it's cool, really, really cool to see the seeds st- spread, um, the genetics get get you know new places, and then real operators and real trappers and real people in the game um, all take their position and and play at that high level, 100%. representing it. So that's no, it's dope as hell to see. No, hundred percent. I mean, um, you know, like you said, when you see these genetics spread all over the world, I feel like that's what a lot of growers are missing. You know what I mean? I feel like that's what states like Oklahoma are missing. I it's agree. not even so much as the, the grower; it's the the genetics. You know what I mean? Like when you get like the you get a list of strains that are all old school strains that weren't really like the best back then. I mean, not many people are going to want to you know shop on that. And we got to like look out for the community because they're the ones that like just as important the breeder is, the shopper is also just as important. Everything else kind of like works in itself in between, but without the breeder and without the shopper telling you what is good. And, you know, feeling that part, I just feel like, you know, you're going to you're going to miss out on a lot. You're not going to really be the brand that you really could be. So shout out to the homies, uh, Ryan, EK, the whole uh, Doja gang uh, in Cali and across the world for, you know, staying on their toes and making sure that they're not staying complacent. You know what I mean? Because that's one I feel like that's one of the biggest things that you see from a brand is they get to a certain point mm-hmm. and they see that they're you know making money and they don't really change their model up. They're just putting out all these different uh mylars and it just kind of gets boring after a while like i said the, the out, out here especially customers are not idiots you know what i mean you could try to re-rock a pack they'll fucking know you know you bring in the same five lcgs on a brand that are scattered through different bags they're gonna they're gonna know yeah you know what i mean they'll so get tired of it they quick. get tired of it real yeah. quick and then you your, your business affects with it as well so it's just, you, you gotta you gotta keep with the times man it, especially right now it's so you know, it's so much changing all the freaking time. So many uh, fads are coming out with the hash hole craze now. If you don't have, if you don't have a good roller and putting out hash holes, are you really making it? Are you really a fucking brand right now? <laughs> right? It feels like that. So, I mean, I don't, and 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 the whole sovereignless game's coming up too. So, I mean, as cannabis grows and it's legality across the world, not even just America, like the world. Not, there's more places in the world trying uh, starting to accept this. We're going to see like the competition ramp up, the prices go down. It's going to be a very cutthroat business. I feel like it's going to go back to how it was in the old days, only it's going to be a lot more public now because now you have social media licensing 
you know, uh, j- just so many eyes on you. So it's going to be, your people are going to have to move differently. You're going to have to grow differently. And that's why it's really good to like have a good team around you and people that are willing to hold it down in a certain area and make sure that, you know, they're hel- heralding your influence just as much as you are. You know what I mean? That's what, that's what kind of brought the value to me myself with uh, working with Doja was that like a lot of people associate with me with them now. And one of the things that I try to do to not just like, get shadowed by the name is to show where I bring value to it mm-hmm. as well. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm just a cheerleader holding up a sign. I'm, so, I'm, a, I'm a player. You know what I mean? Like we got the genetics coming in our hands. We're finding cuts, trying to get some back to big bro and get everything, you know, right the way it needs to get done. Just like all the other homies that are doing out in New York, like mechanic farms and stuff. Like shout out to the guys out there. You know, the, everybody's doing their thing, man. Uh, everywhere that I've gone the last couple of months out in Boston and New York, with the EK touring out there, it was like, wow, this is a full-blown thing right now. Not just in Texas, where I thought, thought it was growing really, really big and really, really fast, but also all over America. And you see Ryan's opening up the social club in Spain. That's crazy, man. Like, that's wild. Like, what a time to free, like be alive. Yeah. That's good. I like it. That's, uh, that's a good market to be in. I'm glad. I've always been passionate about it ever since I started smoking when I was a little kid. You know, I always wanted to smoke good weed. In Texas, it's... It was Reggie back in the day. I don't know if y'all guys ever had to deal with Reggie. Y'all said y'all from Central Florida, so maybe, course, perhaps. Yeah. I didn't really have to deal with it much. Yeah. Because I'm a little younger. Yeah, so. a little bit younger, but now, like, I'm about to be 30, and it, I would say, like, my generation was probably, like, the last generation that kind Especially of Especially being deal. in Texas. I mean, it's coming across the border. It's right here. Well, that's why I tell people, like, you know, uh, a lot of the times that Reggie were we were smoking was like pesticide sprayed, mm-hmm. like a year, a year at least old, all that stuff, man. It wasn't it wasn't the really good stuff. Molded up, and, and we thought like that was good enough back then. And then I just goes to my whole theory that you're going to smoke whatever you smoke what's in front of you, and that's going to be good enough for you until the next step comes along, and you're like, oh wow, and you start opening your eyes, and you start seeing more and more, and. Then, before you know it, you're like me. Like I, I will literally not smoke something that's like harsh, burning black, or just, you know, just not good at all. It's like I smoke so much weed, it feels like a job now. You know what I mean? You got to like, uh, there's so much stuff you're figuring out that we're figuring out as time goes on, like the health problems. You know, you're hearing like heavy metals and, and certain strain. Like what the hell is with that? What the what's up with that? And I mean, I know on our side, you know, we're doing all. Organic. We're trying to do it as clean as possible. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, organic practices, all of that. We're doing small batch, and we try to set it to like this the standard that like Nemo set it at. Because I feel like North Cal Nemo was the person who really started to like capitalize on that whole small batch market. And to me, like that's the standard because that's what everybody thinks when they get small batch. I want living soil, organic, or or any sort of organic, one hundred percent natural, clean bones, burn white, terps are there, potencies there. They want. We like how it used to be back in the day. They want that sticky icky, you know what I mean? And that's what we try to bring to our people. And I think that's where our market's at right now. It just kind of like, it was very apparent. It's like, okay, if, we, if it's not going to be good, I'm not going to put it out. We'll take an L on that grow. And thankfully, we only had to do that a few times. Damn, bro, you got to dab everywhere we go. It's discreet. It's portable. Nobody knows. DrDabber.com. Use the code. Get your excess now. It was a learning fail, though, because we lost a couple grows to um, mold, and then we lost one to, like, a spider mite, and then fungus gnat infestation, and, you know, we, we, we learned from it, and we fixed it, so. 
where you get genetics from is a big part of it. Yes, like what gen- when those genetics are hurt and trying to bring them out or if they carry bugs, that's a big part. And that's why a lot of new growers will start from seed. And it's dope to see you guys having genetics that, I mean, we're barely seeing touchdown in Cali. And they're, yeah. they're definitely the genetics we've been getting. They're, they're finicky. Yeah. I'm not lie, they're very finicky. And we've had quite a bit of herm, herm problems with them. That's the main issue that we've been having lately, but. Skittles any cross into anything that's heavy Z is going to be very difficult to grow. And then now there's a lot of strains that are almost like the genetics are inbred. So yeah, it's, it's definitely uh we're in an interesting place in cannabis right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I've noticed almost everything that we've popped from sea junkie so far, like the Doja collabs have always just been like crazy. Like they're hard too. they're a little bit finicky, but like that, the outcome is like, I, I think we're, grow, we're so important. It, yeah. like, like when you see, like we grow, we've grown, we're growing it to the best of the ability that that strain is probably going to be grown. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I have a couple of strains up here on from the smoke strong stride. The, the one on the, the left over here, this more purple one, that's a, a Mendo caviar that was bred here in Austin from uh, some homies on kitchen hog genetics and, and pirates of the third coast. Shout out to my boys. They collabed that they're both from here. It's like, you know, it's Mendo, it's Trop, it's a strain that like, uh, it's a it's a phenotype that I like to say that people don't really favor as much, but it's like all Terps are important. Not a lot of people, I feel like, like that Tropicana uh, Terp profile, you hear a lot of people kind of like, you know, talk mess about it, but when it's done right to something like that, you know, th- that, 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 that was my least favorite out of the, the yeah. four strains. This reminds me of old Perps. We used to get yeah. back in the day, like, uh, like the deep old perps uh, exactly when i say old perps i mean like vintage not like old flower and yeah yeah this is what's this one right this here is that's, that's the permanent market bx one this is pretty potent weed smell it. Well, yeah. strong wise like strength wise mm-hmm. you that, can almost smell it in it that it's like a strong smoke it's a, it hits yeah. you in the eyeballs yeah. like that like that old school sativa you know what i mean it's definitely it's it's fire and uh, that was like probably like the, our least favorite from the room that we had just because it was like the turt profile it's like that trop it's like one of those things that not a lot of people like but then when you smoke it you're like dang like this actually doesn't taste that bad i'll it take this tastes- over trop yeah, well, and exactly. everyone has a different palate because I yeah. gifted my, exactly. my homies an eighth of the permanent and then an eighth of that, and he said, "I want the purple stuff." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The permanent. This mar- almost reminds me of a uh, purple pit. It's crazy, right? It's like that purple like marker, new- but just like a different, yeah, like different, like sh- sherb too. Doesn't this have a little bit of haze? Well, and we I had some that, phenos. I feel that, that it definitely is like, like a purple, that's what, that's real what I, haze. That's what I was thinking too. I, you yeah. know, I can't remember what my boy, what my boys like broke it down to. I, I think at the end of the day, it came down to my boy, a pirate to the third coast. He had his uh, cut of Mendo Breath 15. And then my boy had uh, his own uh, purple caviar. That was like 100% his genetics that he hunted and created. Mm-hmm. He's a legacy grower, Kitchen Hawks genetics. This one, one of my homies, and he's taught me a lot. Both of my homies here in Austin that, that, been growing for quite a bit a long time they've you know were able to help me me and uh burke out a lot through getting uh getting started like as far as like getting over some of the humps is like the the uh powdery mildew or like, her, yeah. how, like if you see herring starting to ha- happen how do you fix it and like because there is a you know way to I mean? fix it yeah, yeah. there is a way mm-hmm. and we we've done that uh last couple times and that makes sure that like and it's all hormonal spray yes yeah yeah there's it's it's what's the cb Oh, uh, that's uh, so I didn't get uh, labels yet because I got it so quick. <laughs> no, <laughs> for real, like, like, uh, like with the, the event, I was like, they just dropped cherry biscotti, is what it is. It's uh-huh. uh, biscotti crossed with runts. They had just dropped it like the day before the Houston one. And I was like, 
I sent one of my boys out there to go grab it. I was like, I need this for the for the Houston event. I need like, and then they made it happen. They didn't have the label, so it was like, it's all good. I'll just, you know, everybody knows. Everybody knows. But if I put, I, I put it in a sandwich bag. They'll know it's real Doja. The so. the purple one, what the deep purple color? What do you call that again? Mendo caviar. Mendo it was caviar. A Mendo Breath Fifteen to a Purple Caviar. Interesting. And yeah. that's like an Austin original genetic. So that's that was I was really excited to I was really, really excited to run it because it was like in the Austin original genetic. Like you cannot get it, you cannot get this strain unless you're getting it from me or two other people. And that and one of the, on top of that, like that's one of the big selling points we have with the flower we grow on small batch levels that either him or I touch it. Not both of us. It's either him or I. So only one person's touching your flower by the time you get in it. And we're super Super, and and just careful. doing that practice, the tr- the trichomes just stay intact way better. And it's just we go and mire. It's jars like from clean. farm to customer. There's, you know, there's no like there's no tumbling. The, you know, we, we're, we're not trying to touch it or anything. Storage rooms stay like really key, optimal. Key, yeah, proper storage that. is very important. Yeah, that's very important, man. Like It's just I, I don't know. Like my, if anybody knows and they shop with me, they know my stuff's like astronomical. But at the end of the day, like Bud used to be like that, like. 05 prior and I like really good medicine like what we got and it's clean so it's the the energy uh, the demand mainly and, and everything that goes inside of it is what dictates the price that it's at right now and uh I appreciate all my customers worldwide that shop with my stuff like when I got people hitting me up in London trying to like shop on Texas it's like it's crazy to me and they're and they're willing to pay you know a, a, a way more price than what we charge over here which is wild to me. They pay crazy prices. I think Doja is like, I think they said like 120 pound an eighth. It's like $180 American USD. It's wild to me. And they're like, bet, give it to me. I'm like, there's a, there's a market out there. That's why I tell people like one of the, the, the biggest profiting country, uh, companies in, uh, the, the world is LVMH, the, the people that do Louis Vuitton and, you know, a lot of the big wine, uh, fancy wine spirits and stuff. And, you know, they don't drop the prices. They only raise them. You know what I mean? But they make sure the quality's there. As soon as you give up that quality, your, your fan base goes and, and it's out the window. But if you can hold that quality, you can hold that passion to whatever you're doing. The demand will set your prices, and, and the, pa- the, pa- the pack will talk for itself. The, pack it's, the pack's going to move itself. You know, when you get a, when you get a QP from us and it looks like a whole fucking unit, then you know why it's up. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why. That's one thing I like. We're like, damn, bro, that's a QP. Like that's it's insane. Like grams cover up like a whole hand because and they're dense resins too. You know what I mean? Like it's good we got good fire man not to toot our own horn but i'm glad that we're we're doing the work that we're doing and, and, and we're doing it in living soil we're trying to stay, change the the stigma around it because some people will say that like living soil doesn't burn good i agree like it's not like a, a definite but if you don't have your soil dial then it's a lot harder than just having like a good recipe on cocoa or or salts you know what i mean it's it's a lot harder work to to, to do so if you can get it dialed in much respect to you man yeah it's tough because if you flush living soil you kill the microbes yeah so yeah. you have there, to there keep... isn't really a flush yeah it's just watering net yeah watering yeah. regularly yeah we basically. say flush but like you like you said it's not it's like just, it's just it's it's, a... it's just a water only you know yeah it's... proper grown weed is proper grown weed yeah. cannabis whatever you want to but yeah it's there's, like there's yeah. never any flood and drain you know there's yeah. so many methods to get fireweed and that's why when like when people try to like dissect what what we do it's like Bro, I don't care what you say. At the end of the day, when we chop in, it's cured. Like, it's burning bone right. Everybody loves it. And I'm hitting almost 72 units. So, like, I don't know what to tell you, bro. Like, you're telling me, like, don't do this and all that. But, I mean, our shit's coming out fire. And I, 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 one thing I hoped in Texas as it gets, uh, 
more legal here is that I want to be able to like take our stuff to get tested like more, make sure to be able to like get provide paperwork behind it and be like, look, shit's like not only fire, but it's clean. Cause I think that's the biggest thing right now. Very like, important. We, we've never had a, a bug in any of our flower. Hmm. Yeah. You see, you see so many people walking around smoking like really bad product and I like, you know, being like a trapper and shit like that, going to events, people are always like putting stuff in front of your face, like pens and stuff like that. And I always humor them. Because like I want to be, I want people to know. I don't want to come off as an asshole ever. I just want to come off as like informative. Like, hey, bro, I just want to let you know, like that little thirty dollars dislike cart you're smoking is probably not the best thing for you. You know what I mean? And, and you may not feel it now. You may not feel it ten years down the line. But like thirty, forty years from now, you're gonna see like you're entitled to a settlement claim if you've been smoking cake vapes uh, since the since this years. And I'm like, yeah, man, I'm not trying to really. Uh, get have our name like that i want to make sure that everything that we're doing is like healthy for the people and uh, the quality's there so you know, the passion stays there for us you know what i mean it keeps us working it's not an easy passion it, 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 there's been times where we've been like call it quits like, nah fuck no we're not gonna call it bro like we're gonna keep on going we're gonna we're gonna put out some fire we've done it before we've had our ups we've had our downs and now that we have like that experience and it's getting more prevalent we're just like okay cool we're having less and less problems and we're going to get to the stage where we can grow more here in this state and grow outside hopefully so what was austin like uh in the come up of the years where like were there a lot of underground growers out here or was it mostly yeah. coming in yeah yeah so actually it's kind of funny like there was like so back in the day like i said when i was like in middle school and high school when we bought dro it, it didn't come around often it was usually like like batch batches and um uh, there was underground growers that were growing crazy shit back in the day here. Sour Diesel, OG Master Kush, like so much different stuff that I remember grabbing as a kid that was like, even to on today's standards, was just outrageous. And then you have uh, the Doja over here that's on the, the counter. Uh, this is actually uh, grown by my boy Doja Inc. I want to say his name because I didn't get permission, but Doja Inc. He used to grow out here in Austin. He's uh, He lived out here for a while. And uh, him and Ryan are the ones that started Doja. Uh, out in sack as a delivery service like way back in the day but it's funny like when i met him and uh i brought ryan to austin we're like driving by like manor and he's like oh yeah uh homies grow was like right here and i'm all <laughs> like oh word and i'm like he used to grow out here and i was like what years and he told me the years and stuff and i was like bro i'm almost positive i got some batches off him like just the areas like in my area the, uh, the quality of stuff that he was talking about putting out even the strains was like man i'm, I'm almost positive i got that one too mm -hmm. like i don't like so it's funny there was like a big there's always been a big cannabis scene in austin like traditionally speaking like uh, like travis county and austin as a whole has always been more lenient on like cannabis use so it's always been like the, st the city in texas where you can pretty much like let your nuts hang and uh, 420 uh, Reggae Fest or Marley Fest was always huge here. It became like a whole weekend thing where like they didn't even did it on 420. If 420 yeah, fell yeah. on the weekend, Marley cool, Fest. but they would do it for like the whole weekend prior or after 420, whatever was closer. And they would do like a big fest. And it was always like, you know, still hella illegal, but you could go down there, blaze as much as you want, like right in front of a cop. And like they wouldn't even do nothing to you, whether you're a teenager a uh, kid whatever the hell obviously like a little kid they might fuck with you but no nah, we were like kids bro we were like 14 mm -hmm. 15 years old wow. out there like marley fest like chiefing down blunts of, <laughs> of mid just like right in front of a cop just like <laughs> yeah fuck you. smoking this brick weed what you gonna <laughs> yeah, do yeah what you gonna do about it yeah no nah, yeah. that that was awesome man and then when the uh like i said when i got out 2018 big brands like jokes up high tolerance and and, and all those dudes with the candy packs were like 
they had a huge presence. Like the the marketing runs, bro. Like Run started it all. I feel like like Burner has like a lot of like recognition for like starting like what he started in the cannabis industry. But if we're talking about what we know it as today with like the Mylars and the candies and all that. Run started off jokes capital jokes up capitalized, and you had brands like High Tolerance that were just like going nuts with it. And now they got dudes that like Rick Ross and shit underneath their label. So it's just like. It, it, it sparked a flame to me but I was like, no, nah, I got to start a brand. So I started Smoke Strong with some homies and um, it's been running the way it's been. And I've always, I, I started my brand to be like, I'm a, if I'm not going to grow it, I'm going to source the best of the best of the best. I stopped moving mids. I got, uh, I started going out to Cali, uh, started going out to uh, Humboldt and Garberville. Shout, shout out uh, Gville and shit like that. Uh, I started going out there, man, and starting to see what real fire weed was. And I was like, okay, cool. This is what we're going to be bringing back. Like, I don't give a fuck the risk. Like, the profit is way worth it. The passion is way worth it. Like, the, the satisfaction from getting it and being on, like, this early movement, that's what I saw. I was like, okay, this is the time. Like, if you don't, this is, like, the bootlegging movement before in the Prohibition era, before, like, it, it went legal. Like, you had dudes that were going, like, hard in the paint even to get themselves legal so they don't have to like worry about it no more. Mm-hmm. And you see that verbatim, like that's exactly what's happening today. You got a lot of dudes that are like getting the last little bit that they can before it goes full federally worldwide legal. And when that happens, like that's what I was saying earlier, I feel like prices are going to drop and competition is going to go way the hell up. Like if you want to be making a profit um, as a trapper in probably like the next 20 years, you're probably going to have to, you're going to need like the, you, have the, you need the best quality. Yeah. That's the only thing, yeah. which means best connections, or you have to touch the plant yourself. One of the two, right? You either yeah. have to have a grower yeah. that you can work with. He runs the right genetics, gets the game plan, knows what fire is, knows what flavors are, or you have to do it yourself in house as a brand. Which is, which Cause the, there's always a luxury brand. Yeah. yeah. Which still means you have to have the best connections. Though, yeah, you're right. You don't just jump in and start growing fire. Yeah, no especially with genetics, happen. man. Like no one does. Like we're cultivators, but we're by by no means breeders. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like oh, even yeah. like I know I know what? dudes that breed, and it's like they they breed all this stuff, and they spend all this time, and none of it's like crazy. You know what I mean? That's why I tell people when they ask me, they're like, "How come you haven't hunted stuff?" Or da-da? I'm like, "Man, we really don't have a lot of room to go with, and I'm not gonna like waste our time and money in like a year or so hunting down a strain that we find like the keeper pheno, and it's still not even like a pheno worth keeping." Or it's old now. Yeah, yeah, it's just outplayed. People don't want that no more. It's like until we get to that level of understanding, then that's when I'll start like popping my own breeding stuff, or even more room. If we just get some more room for crying out loud, because I think that's the hardest thing about Texas is having like a facility like as large enough on a scale as like a lot of ones in California without getting caught, without like raising a red flag immediately, or like, and we have a pretty small operation going on right now, and we're looking to ramp it up and like the levels we're ramping it up to seems like big scale to us, but it's nowhere near the grows I know that are going on in LA. It's like, still personally. super small. Batch. Yeah. It's still super small batch. It's just kind of like we, we stay busy enough as it is already. If we like triple up the size that we're even trying to do right now, we're going to be pretty damn busy with the boutique flower we're doing, but at the numbers we're charging, it makes sense. It's like, we're getting the same amount of money. I was off a hundred light room that are getting sold at, you know, 1200 a pack or whatever the hell it's all it's pretty much like the same math just like a different standard for us it's just a lot harder i feel like you know what i mean like i i, I know a lot of homies that grow and they, they tell me how they're doing i'm like man bro like we gotta we gotta do a lot a extra work you know what i mean especially like if you see like herming problems you gotta go through and like pluck out sacks and stuff and make sure everything like comes out straight and i mean we've even had stuff that had seeds in it and i was like man is 
what are they going to think about it? And then I forgot, like back in the day, when you found some a seed and like drove, you got fucking pumped about it. So that's when it's like you get a back seed. You're like, oh shit, I've got the next one. I may have the next person. So like nowadays, it's like if someone gets a seed, it might be like a, a, like a whole seed out the whole zip, one seed out the whole zip, or whatever the hell. It's not like that bad, but it's like, oh bro, they get stoked about it. I've not had one complaint about it. I'm like, man, that's that's good to know. If you're not happy with your current nutrient company, or you're not happy with how your products or flour is coming out, try Drip Hydro. All you got to do is go to FSOTD.com, get the discount code, and DripHydro.com or Grow Generation stores nationwide, online or in store, we get you hooked up. You got to try Drip Hydro. Everybody's switching to Drip, and whether you want to come in store or you need a drop straight to your facility, Grow Generation can help you out there. Tell them the First Smoke family sent you and get on Drip Hydro now it's crazy some of the best genetics in the game were bag seeds right it's, so it's weird dude. how that happens but yeah have you gotten any of the organic living soil to joe rogan yet oh no i mean i, I need to there's a lot this of guys a big rogan head he's out here he's out here i'd be like man i gotta get he's some weed to this dude well not yeah. uh uh doja gang hit me up one day and they're like one of the dudes was like hey uh jada's in town i'm like who's jada like, like just completely went over and like Jada Kiss fool. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, what's up? He wants some he wants a fire. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, okay, bet. So you know, I got to meet Jada Kiss and I've got to meet a, a couple of famous people and make some some connections with with some dope dudes like Maxo. Shout out Maxo. When Ryan came out to Houston, you know, uh, Maxo showed up. We parlayed for like the whole night, you know, went to the clubs and stuff like that. Uh I, I drive a track hawk. Maxo drives a track hawk, so we got to connect on that and then uh you know, swap numbers and shit like that. So anytime he's in Austin, you know, he taps in and shit like that. So it's cool to like, you know, branch your, like your, your, your movement out to people that are like, they got like motion themselves mm-hmm. that they, they may take it upon themselves to be like, Hey man, like what's up with the strain or something like that. You know what I mean? But yeah, I need, I need to figure out what's up with Joe Rogan and Alex Jones. A lot of people don't like Alex, <laughs> a lot of people don't like Alex Jones, man, but I feel like I know dudes that know him personally. And they they say that he's smoking. Yeah, yeah. Like they say that dudes like they say that dude's wild, man. They say he's like wildly cool too. You gotta be, yeah, you gotta right. be, yeah. But yeah, yeah I, I need to figure out how to get into those guys' ears over here because they're down they're down the street from me. I know that much. Yeah, you, you said you guys are primarily popping seeds right now. What type of seeds are you popping? Uh, if it's not Doja, um, it's it's probably something just to fill the gap. You know what I mean? I, I haven't really found anybody particular. I was popping Masonic. We were doing Masonics for a while. And uh, shout out uh, Big Mace out over there in LA. You know, he was, his genetics are really good washers. I'll say that much. The, like, the, the turt profiles too that we were getting, we were getting a lot of like uh, land race looking strains. So like the yield wasn't really like the best, but the like the turt profiles were like crazy. Yeah, really. we grew some ILGMs that came out pretty yeah. good. That we got Blue yeah. Dream, Skywalker. OG, yeah, so we grew some autos from. Uh, it was some Blue Dream you would not think is Blue Dream. <laughs> yeah, it was it was fire. You yeah. know I mean? But mainly we're just doing Dojin Genetics for the most part. Uh, like I said, I had my boys who who, bred, who did their little collab. Uh, they gave me a bunch of films to work with. So we did that. Uh, we did that little project. But yeah, right now we got nothing but Doja. And then we got one. It's like GMOchi or something like that. It's like a GMO cross that was it's from Moki, uh, yeah. uh, Pure Melt and uh, Mendoza. So it's probably going to be a washer because you know they're the, those two hash companies that West Coast uh, collabs with a lot. So that came in the box, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they did a cool thing where they 
passed out boxes to a bunch of different growers and they had like multiple packs and then everyone got to chase them down and yeah cool. yeah i got i had my boy uh from exotic mafia co out here in austin he, he gifted me that's usually where i get my beans from too it's like people just be gifting them to me like hey man run this run this run this i haven't really had to buy a lot of seeds uh ryan blessed me with a, a bunch of stuff like a year ago that was like good stuff too like the, the pina colado the uh it's a auto 41 cross across uh, the afternoon pineapple still haven't even got around to that one that one's crazy uh, uh apparently um we've got the brunt's blue mimosa the strawberry escalado blue mimosa and the rainbow belts blue mimosa that are all coming out aside from like doing what you need to do as uh, as a grower to make sure everything goes through uh without the genetics and without like a good recipe you're shooting yourself in the foot and i've had some dudes skittles out here that they swore by it, and I was like, "That is not it." Like, like with all due respect, like that's not Z. That's not doesn't have the right color. And Z looks like mid half the time. I'm like, "Bro, if I'm telling you it doesn't look good." Then it's like, really does it's really not. And you know, but then you get to kind of like provide constructive criticism because the same home is like, "Okay, bet, thank you." Like now I know that this isn't good. And I'm like, "Here, try some of this. This is salts too. Check out what home is doing." Oh wow, damn! Like look at the even the ash burns thick. You know what I mean? Even the ash is like burns exotic. It's I mean, I remember, like, remember back in the day, and even now, if I see like other shit burning, you'll see it, and it's just like the the ash just doesn't burn right. It's just it's just all different. It's but like I more heard, solid. It's like more in one piece. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, you can like hit it up against the door, and then like that shit won't even fall off. That's how good yeah. the ash is now. Like now a good cigar. Yeah, exactly. Like we were burning one in the in the trackhawk on the way here, and it was looking like a a glacier. The ash. <laughs> yeah, it just so sometimes like I've seen that with like. The, like the dojin genetics at least is just like i don't know man like you can burn it and the stuff will like go you, sometimes if you're really careful you won't you don't even have to ash it you just burn all the way down mm-hmm. the road the it's just stay, like, yeah. dang, like that's that's wild like i can like move it around like i'm outside smoking this shit like this thing like, like wind's not taking the ash or anything so i've been more to me uh more than enough times to be like damn like there's something going on here and i like i like the looks of it you know what i mean it tastes good like the cherry biscotti it's like, man, cherry biscotti is not that creative of a name. But you smoke it and you're like, oh, that's why. It's biscotti and cherry. Cut, straight, simple to the point. Love it. Coffin candy. I mean, that's, that, that one's, a, it's a, I think it's LCG crossed with, uh, oh, strawberry scalato. That's what it was. LCG crossed with a strawberry scalato. Like the candy in that is like, would you say bubble gum? I just like, we were like, smoking a joint halfway down. I was getting bubble gum flavor. Yeah, it's just like this, like so much like riper like candy like flavor that it has on the nose and it translates right to the flavor which is not uncommon for like a doja pack to like especially the permanent marker i think the permanent marker is probably one of my most important strains in the last few years because you see so many people crossing it right now and it's like why like we've had sure before we've had kim before but it just has that certain je ne sais quality that is just like so much different than everybody else that it, it like creates its own lane and like yeah, you got all these different crosses coming out. Uh, from our experience, it's a pretty finicky strain to like work with. It's a pretty hard motherfucker to work with. So when I see dudes like popping out fire of it, I'm like, damn! Shout out to you, bro. Like I know that wasn't that probably almost took some time, <laughs> and then, but it's great, man. Like, it comes out like pretty standard, like like this like high standard, but it's all, like there across the board for the most part. When I see it done right, I'm like, okay, cool. It's like all coming out pretty much the same. Like when we popped the. Sea Junkie Doja collab. It was the 80 minutes permanent marker and the permanent marker BX1. Like, even though we we're doing it all from bean, like all those females were like pretty much the same. You didn't see very many deferring ones. 
might have like a one lighter one or a little bit more darker one, but uh, very as as very like, similar phenos. Yeah, as, as, as far as like the actual like like turt profile, it was all pretty like spot on with right there. So yeah, a shout out to the like anybody growing that strain right now because like the permanent marker crosses because they're just fire, man. Like I think it's something cool to show people. You're like, hey, check out this one, and they smoke it and they're like, oh damn, like that's different, man. Like that's that's like a Kim like creamy candy, like all these different, like cool profiles come into one. So genetics are important. Genetics oh, it's a really huge part of it. Part. Huge part of it. And, yeah. and also knowing predicting what people want. A lot of people, like you were saying, will hunt seeds or hunt down genetics or grow something that people don't want. And they'll be like, yeah, I got all these orange strains. I want to show you seven different orange strains. And it's like, damn, orange is a hard one to 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 open up to right it has to be a very special so just even that's part of it too it's growing it well the right genetics and then what we talk about with someone like ryan doja is knowing what the market's going to want knowing where the market's going and what would be a flavor profile what's really smoking a lot of people might be a great grower might be a great breeder do not know what the market wants does not know what people are going to want six months a year from now two years from now it's it's of you have to it's like multiple sectors and that's why like what pack says is you can't be amazing at everything and if you are that's super rare you're the yeah you're the one percent yeah so to work with a team like what you guys have where everyone has a position and everyone plays that to the strongest of their ability is is key in my opinion for this market and this industry because it's getting ultra competitive and even the flavors have to check all the boxes right burn white taste smell potency look it, uh, you know on and on and on. it literally before it was just does it look pretty does it smell good does it smell good yeah is it crystally isn't it funny that those like were the biggest like standards for weed looks and smell and it's all like honestly as we like grow up as like connoisseurs or like get more into like that whole nothing to do it's like it. nothing to do with <laughs> skittles that, was the first mainstream strain that showed us that in my yeah, opinion exactly. as, as far as like people that were like nah the taste though yeah like like yeah, I get, I get. It looks crazy. It looks like death. It looks like all this other shit. It's yeah, dark, it's whatever. Half and, and even, but even, even you, if you got a good debt batch, you would smoke it and be like, oh, oh yeah, shit's fucking taste. Yeah, great. when I was, go- when I, yeah, that's what really did it for me. Being like, damn, even the debt batches are fire. I think fuck. we had the debt batches like came before the indoor batches. I'm right really- there with you, brother. Because when I would go out to Garberville, like that's what we would shop on. Was like runs, was like we're not Skittles, but runs was like the big debt that you could grab. Where it was like. This is a debt. Are you sure? Like, mm-hmm. I, bro, I don't want to steal from you. Like, I want to make sure I'm paying you the right number, bro. And they're like, nah, bro, go ahead. It's like stupid low numbers. And then you go and get the ends, which are like, damn, you're almost double, if not double. And you're like, it's not damn, that much like, better. It's not, it's not that much better, bro. And then yeah. you like, that, that, depending I, on the grower. I've learned sure. a lot. Yeah, I learned a lot strain. of stuff like that. Like, how, like, the look of weed, where it's grown, because even like outdoor and depths can be super fucking fire like some of the best rosin i've ever had in my life like to this day is like some sun-grown like outdoor flower washed rosin where it's just like it doesn't have like the, the crazy looking color it's like more of an orange amber color and you hit it and it's like the turps may not be as strong but they're still very much there but the the effect is just by far so much different and that's why we like growing living soils because it's like the plant goes through its full cycle I feel like it doesn't skip anything. Like when you when you when you do anything else, like like synthetic amendments and whatnot, like you're definitely gonna be able to get fire, especially if you have a good recipe. 
but like the plant as a whole, I feel like it's just missing this tiny little touch that. Well, it just uptakes the nutrients as it goes, basically, because if you provide the soil with everything that the plant needs, you don't feed the plant. The soil feeds the plant. Yeah. And the and plant it, uptakes it, it nutrients uptakes as, it it needs. as it needs it through the life cycle. Yeah. It's almost like a if you if the thought process is like DWC deep water culture where the plant yeah. feeds when it wants to as well through a twenty four hour cycle. People are like it doesn't eat while it's asleep, and it's like ah, okay. I, I believe you, but yeah. you can see things happening. You know, it's <laughs> it's interesting. What got you into growing, Burke? What made you want to be like I actually want to do this instead? Um, mostly because uh, always wanted to have the best quality, and then also. I was, I was broke. So, you know, that'll do it always yeah. on a budget and then always wanting the best quality, you know, and then being a stoner, you know, that's an expensive habit. So, you know, I said, well, I'm, I would rather just grow my own. And at first I thought it was like some mad scientist stuff, you know, like how, how would I do this? But, you know, trial and error and first harvest surprised me. You know, oh yeah i remember that first harvest that was, was just out and out in a shed those were autos too yeah and yeah and we had some some of a bug somewhat of a bug problem then and still i mean that, that first batch moved really quick so yeah a lot of people yeah. liked it we had a bug problem but we didn't have any bugs in the flower it was just like in texas like mm-hmm. the, the environment especially where we're at we're like a bumfuck nowhere texas the environment that you're dealing with the critters the infestation it's hard like if well luckily we're, we grow in tent so like it actually helps us out a lot but when we're doing stuff in the shed or when we, we have a couple of little setups that are outside the tent, those like. Uh, That's the main problem. It's, it's just problem. bugs. You got to make pests sure that you, you got the, the, the defense down. Yeah. You don't want to be laying down pesticides or anything that's going to fuck up the, like the flower and shit. So, you know, it, it, the, the weather is always like pretty hot here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we, our winter is like one month and it's usually February. You know, everything. And the, the winter grow is always the easiest and, yeah. and the you know, the friendliest like, like right know. now we have like, we got so many window units going fans, all that stuff. Like, and it's still kind of hard to keep it down. Like in the low seventies, I mean, we manage it. We get, we, we do what we need to do, but it's like, we're about to shop. We're going to hang stuff up. Okay, cool. Thank God. It's not over a hundred anymore. That would, it's probably, finally cooling off. It probably would have yeah. been impossible to keep the care room uh, in, in a temperature and, and point that we needed to, to do it at with what we got working with. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a challenge out here, man, to, to grow in Texas. If you're growing in Texas, I have a lot of freaking respect for you. Cause not only just the, the legality of it, but it's, it's really hard, man. Like him, we, we grow uh, where we stay at and shit. You know what I mean? So it's like, we got, we got, we got to make sure that everything is like straight, but we still do it, man. Like, I, I think it's, it's worth it. I'm glad to be here like with him and our, like our whole partnership. Like it's just. It's grown to something like really freaking great, and a lot of people are like receiving it really well. And I, I don't know, man. I just think it's probably because we're doing things. They're showing a lot of love. Yeah, we're showing sure. a lot of love, but we're doing things a little bit differently too, man. We're not really doing it like a lot of dudes out here, but we're trying to do it the hard way. But to show people why, like why we're doing it, man. The quality is out of this world. Can't wait for y'all guys to try some of this. I brought some for y'all guys to take. I'm looking down. forward to it, man. Mm-hmm. I really like that dark purple one that you call. I I like local stuff. Whenever we travel, one of my favorite things is trying something that's I can't get anywhere else. For sure. It's nice to have the staples like, oh, shit, I'm smoking the same batch of permanent marker or the same. But it also is nice to be like, yo, this is Texas right here. Mm -hmm. This is something you can't get anywhere else. Like, that's always something I look forward to. Man, I'm sick of spending so much time going to the store, having to make all these runs and load all this shit up. 
Yo, what are you doing here? Tash making day. I'm always at Grow Generation. If you don't want to have to always go into the store, it's super easy. They deliver 60 plus stores nationwide, delivery right to your doorstep and discreet. GrowGeneration.com. Use the code, tell them the family sent you, and get hooked up. Yeah. Ooh, that's a big jar of rosin. That's the, uh, so that's an Oklahoma Doja. So, uh, my homie Doja Inc. and Ryan Doja Pat, they started Doja together back in the day and sat as a delivery service. Uh, Lance kind of took, uh, and both the logos that people see, uh, uh, because I get people asking this a, a lot, a lot of times, they're like, is that the real Doja? Is, is he a fake? Is he a scammer? Like, no, he's just like one of the founding members. Both the logos were, uh, made by Alfreshco, um, at around the same time. So, you know, it's, it is Doja. He does this thing, uh, legally in Oklahoma. If you're in Oklahoma and you want Doja, you can grab the permanent marker. That's his permanent marker out there. He has some, some other genetics himself, but he also runs a lot of, of, uh, Rusty's. Uh, you know, Duke of Herb, he runs a lot of his, uh, his gear too. So, you know, um, the homies putting out a lot of those genetics himself that we know in California, but you can get them in, in Oklahoma. And he has some of the highest quality on the, the shelves in Oklahoma that you can get. So when you see that logo, you know, it's legit. Yeah. It's so legit. it's just two different logos representing two different places. Yeah. Two different, like two different entities. But I mean, the, the homies are both guys who run in are both still really tight with each other and, and got shit lined up together. So if you see that logo in Doja in Oklahoma and you see the permanent marker, you can trust that it's going to be up there with the, the Doja permanent marker that you're going to see in Cali or any of the other weed. Bros, he grows cocoa, everything burns clean. That's the black cherry gelato rosin, single source, super fire. It, like you, uh, Is this the cut that I... Yes, so this is it my, is it is yours, uh, homie yeah. top yield and uh and yeah they said they're that's running. the cut that we released at family reunion yeah yeah and that's fire man you so oh, like, shit. so so yeah, so like fuck the upfront smell because it's so loud and shit but the when you exhale on that when you take a hit off that 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 flavor is insane candy like candy gas like they gave me a gram of it and I still have, I'm gonna break it in yeah, yeah it's it the one gram I told them surprisingly gassy. For for like the candy to come through, mm -hmm. real different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, man, the, the, the homies all around are doing their thing. If if you see a logo with Doja and you know Ryan endorses it or something like that, you can you can bet whether it's in Cali, Texas, Spain, wherever the fuck, it's going to be right up there. Shout out, like you said earlier, man. He's doing his thing to do the traveling and go out there, and, and, and EK does it too. EK's like his personality, his whole like like with the camera how he is with the camera and how he is with people both those dudes inspire me like so much more than anybody in the game has ever done it and the fact that they're best friends and they like they, they work together and they have this brand together that they built and shit it, it, it just makes it it's the passions there man i love working with these guys and they, and they like i said they give me so much inspiration to get up off my ass traveled in new like i went to new york like my first time like a, a few months ago and i've been out back there like like four or five times just because like people are like bro we need some more shit Whatever. philadelphia i got people out there uh, moving my my shit hard and, and i see like it's necessary like even y'all guys y'all guys are like you know get up travel y'all came over here i mean that's inspirational man to like bus a tour you know of course you you make what you need to make but Honestly, man, it's not even about the fucking money. It's about like doing it for the culture, doing it for the people, getting your name out there, showing the people who they need to be focused on. You know what I mean? Yeah. And showing out what you do best, what your passion is. Yeah. What are these gummies? 
I just say, dude, one. get you some, man. Good. I'm get about to eat a second one. Berry, man. He just I couldn't one. stand the boys. I was like, yo, I really like boysenberry jam. I gotta try this one. I'm not gonna lie, these joints go hard. I think a guy, uh, I can't remember who produces them, but the other Natura. Yeah, Natura. Oh, okay, dope. Shout out Josh, man. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're yeah. on Another the tour. Great guy. Josh, yeah, Josh and Leo, man. Shout out to those dudes. Yeah, yeah, those guys. Um, he came, took me to go meet them a while back, and of course they're at the event and they're moving. And they're like, "Hey, so you're the doctor? Do you, do you want to take someone?" Like, well, yeah, absolutely. I realized I was like looking at Leo, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, bro, I, I remember. Like, I was up there in Sac, met you." Da, da, da. He's like, "Oh yeah," and so it's cool, like. Small freaking world. Like, welcome to my city, man. Welcome to welcome, <laughs> welcome to Texas. I was in your area, and now you're in my area. Like, what's up? And then you know, you make connections that way. You get to you get to expand, man. I like that. It's I, I encourage. And if you're a trapper or a grower or anything like that, I I encourage people to like get outside their own city, like not even their own state. Like you you never know what like what market is untapped. That it's like just waiting for your product. Like they're just like, man, I needed that. You know what I mean? So we I, I'm glad that we got to see that ourselves because. He puts in a hell of a lot of work. Like I put in a lot of work, but what he does, like I, the I, growers do so much. Like if you're like doing a whole grow, especially like an organic grow where, you know, you don't have shit on timers and you're doing everything by hand. It takes a lot of freaking work. And a yeah, lot it's of, all hand watering. Yeah. So, I mean, like I, I love working with this dude, everything that we got going on right now, it's just been absolutely, uh, great so far. And, you know, we just keep, we do it for the community, man. We do it for the people. You know, of course, that this is like our passion. This is the way we feed our families and how we take care of ourselves. But at the end of the day, like there, there's a certain passion for the people that I look. I, I just pay attention to that. If I look, pay attention to the people, I don't got to worry about the money. I don't got to worry about everything else. As long as I'm worrying about the quality and the people's interest, I know that I'm going to be successful. And I know that they're going to be happy and that this is going to keep on going on. So that's why we've only seen growth, man. We haven't really seen any decline. Like there's a lot of people. In hard times right now, the economy is in a really rough place right now. I'm not sure when it's going to get better, but I know I noticed that from here to West Coast to East Coast that there's a lot of people hurting for money right now. So there's going to be people like uh, cultivators and trappers and all around. They're going to realize that like, man, maybe we got it. maybe we have to drop the prices, or else it's just not going to move at all. So strap up, man. Like, that's all I got to tell people: strap up, but get 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 in, get out your we'll get your, it how you live. Yeah, yeah, get it how you live, but you know you got to definitely step out. Your your front porch and your block and get out there, man. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole world waiting to meet you, and they all love to smoke. So it's dope, man. Infamously, we've heard Texas is a sketchy spot to smoke or to have weed or even what What do you think? You've lived here your whole life. We're all just you know here. I about think it's it. sketchy if you make it sketchy. There yeah, you go. I agree. It depends <laughs> yeah. on who who you are and if you know how to move. Exactly, man. Everybody was telling us this whole time. Oh man, be careful! You guys are doing this, that. <laughs> don't, don't. It's like, bro, we it's live not in, like a foreign there's, country. There's two. There's, yeah. two things, there's two things. There's two things that people love to tell people when they come to Texas: go to Terry Blacks and go to and don't and don't and don't smoke, don't smoke weed everywhere. Or I'm gonna buckies. tell you, don't listen to those. Don't listen to that advice. There's so much more barbecue spots out there that are great in Texas. Give us the wrong. Dude, we fucking love Terry Blacks. Uh, you, bro, that's what, but what I tell you, I told you, Terry Blacks is for people that are not from for tourists. Though, yeah, exactly. It's it's for. <laughs> Like Salt League's been around for a while, bro. Like they got a freaking open pit. Like, they got so, chicken? Yeah, bro. They got See, Terry Box on chicken. That yeah, fucks every, me every up. They have plain white bread. Like, come on, bro. 
Have, I a, little, have a little bit more respect for yourself when you have like but because barbie, like barbecue damn texas toast or something exactly man. bro we got te- there's so shit. much like, like bread options in texas is so much more past like a fucking loaf of wonder white like, bread like wonder white bread bro come on bro like we hey, didn't eat none of that shit for no, the record yeah no nah, that's good she got the brisket's pretty though. good though i like the cream corn yeah. oh well, well cream so, corn so this is a story on terry blacks uh his father i believe the blacks out in blacks barbecue out in uh Lockhart, which is like 30 minutes away from here. It used to be pretty far, but development of highways got about 30 minutes down the road now. But um, blacks barbecue was like, still is probably one of the, like the best charting barbecue spots since like, like forever and a day ago. You know what I mean? So uh, Terry blacks, I think he did his own thing with his dad stuff. He brought it out to a couple spots. He brought it out here. To, y'all went to the one over there off Dallas. The Oh, Dallas. We've been to Dallas. Dallas and the one here. You were the Austin one, we one here, here yeah. too. So we're cussied out, bro. Yeah, but did, did you notice the similarity? <laughs> like, did you like? I, I like Dallas I, one better. You felt like it was better. I yeah, swear. If, if you want to check out some barbecue, I got I got a spot out here that is good. It's not in downtown Austin. It's a little bit up north, but it's still in Austin. But it's a it's called Brotherton's, man. If, if anybody's in Austin watching this right now, I'm gonna let y'all know. Go to Brotherton's barbecue. What do you I, get, man? I, honestly, they have this one. Uh, it's like a chop sandwich over there, and they have a. It's a. It's like a grilled cheese chop sandwich that is just like absolutely insane. You know what I mean? It's freaking. It's monstrous. Like you see the price of it, and you're like, what the hell? But it's just. It's a big freaking sandwich, man. It's like brisket and grilled cheese. Like Texas brisket and grilled cheese is like a hidden gem of the, like the South. You know what I mean? It, it's it's amazing, but they got great brisket there. They got great uh, meat cuts over there, but they, they they got a lot of good stuff, man. So Brotherton's, Brotherton's. What, uh, for anybody coming and wanting to check out Austin, what's some places they got to hit up? What's some things? Shit, you do? I, I told GJ Primes, I haven't been there yet, but I just I've seen their menu. I see a lot of stuff that comes out. I know it's fire. Like it has to be, bro. Like they have really good ratings. They got a lot of fat friends, including like they're, they're telling me, like, bro, you got to go foodies there. And shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been to Uchi. You pay attention. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. Uchi Uchi for sushi. Like they got a, a, a line, uh, a couple store uh, shops, and I think they're opening up another one. But it's not like it's like Uchi and then like Uchiya and then like Uchio, mm-hmm. but they're all like different Japanese sushi bars, but really traditional. So it's like, you can like go, that's like really highly rated in America, but it's right here in Austin. It's called Uchi. I love going to that spot. You know, tabs usually about like, you know, three, 400 bucks, not too with like you and a date. So it's, it's kind of pricey for people that are out here, but it's, it's very much worth it. It's like something that you can go and eat. And then like the next day you're just like, okay, I'm actually good. I don't really feel like I'm hungry or it's just like really good quality fish. I feel like, um, barbecue ain't cheap out here. Barbecue is not realize cheap. Quickly, you get barbecue, three, four people, yeah, 160 see, and, bucks for just. I, I'm, I'm not the spread. biggest. I, I, was, yeah. it was, I was joking with some friends about this because I told they're like they're going to Terry because like, Doja Inc. He lived out here for a while, so he knows about Terry Bikes, and he's all like, "Told him to go to Terry Bikes." And like, why would they tell them that? Like, there's so many different like barbecue spots, and, and no text. one told us that. This guy listens to Joe Rogan all the oh, time. Oh yeah, so he's yeah, like, yeah, bro, he's like, bro, like, you gotta Bro, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that dude has an endorsement from them or something. Okay. Like that. I'm pretty sure something. I don't know, but dude, I hope not. But Rogan. the best, Fucking the best. Man, man. I, I promise you. I, I promise you the best. The best barbecue that you're gonna find in Texas or especially in Austin is from the people, bro. The civilians. Yeah, he's new. He's new out here. We gotta. We gotta come over. Yeah, I get custody easy, bro. Yeah, all these damn hustles. Nah, food trucks though. Food trucks is big in Austin. I don't know if I don't know. I don't know too much about America and all that, but I can pretty much put my like put my life on it that i think that food trucks like the whole craze of it started out here in austin because it came in like super quick 
like out of nowhere and it's like everywhere now it's like literally yeah, all is. over here like where we're at right now this used to be the fucking hood like this used to be like the absolute like ghetto of the ghetto of the ghetto it didn't change until about 15 years ago and now the property taxes value of everything's high but you also got coffee shops like, like little boutique coffee shops boutique uh clothing shops hipster. yeah it's really hipster austin's always been super hipster super big college town ut's right there it's it's always been a college town, you know what I mean. So it, it's it just has like that vibe to it. Uh, but the last fifteen years or so, especially the last five, I feel like it's just starting to change. It's become a big like tech uh, industry city. You got uh, Tesla uh, HQ out here, um, right off the the toll. We pass we 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 race by that motherfucker all the time. Like just doing like like eight miles to the gallon in our track hog, just like we're ra- racing whoever the fuck we're racing like right in front of like elon's tesla hq like yeah fuck you tesla you know what i mean it's just kind of it's just like kind of funny stuff that's out here man like you didn't really you, you wouldn't think that like apple has a big like factory out here samsung's really big out here they like, got the new samsung yeah tesla's like pr- mm-hmm. that's where all the cyber trucks are coming out here in austin so we're starting to see all the cyber trucks out here in Austin before you see them anywhere else in the world and shit. So there's a lot of cool things out here that are bringing in a lot of people. Uh, all the luxury car brands are here now. Luxury stores are starting to set up here now. So it's cool to see as an Austinite, someone who's grew up in this like town that was like virtually nothing like 15, 20 years ago to being to where it's at now. Like one of the most like hot, hot spot visited places in the South, at least, you know what I mean? Like everybody's like, where do I go in Texas? Yeah, they, Texas got a lot of pride, you know. Yeah, you go to Austin. DFW is really big, really long to explore. Some dicey areas. Houston's like probably like 70, 80% ghetto. Y'all probably saw that yourselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm shout out to Houston. Houston's, but the, you got to be from Houston or know some people in Houston, man, like to really have a good time out over there. You can't just like walk up like Austin. Austin's really sweet. I'm from here. I'll tell you that right now. There's not the most sweetest parts out over here, but for the, the most part, especially nowadays, like y'all guys are good. To like go up, wear your Rolex or whatever, go downtown to go have a bite to eat. It's not like LA where you got dudes sitting outside the fucking car watching you. And all yeah, that. it's a pretty safe area for the most part. There's, there's of course, there's crime. There's some dicey areas and whatnot. Houston seems real spread out too. It is. It's kind. Of, it's like country. Austin, Austin, yeah, it's, Austin. A lot, it's a lot of suburbs and country area and like yeah, a lot of land and shit. Exactly. Same yeah. thing with Dallas, bro. Where it's like the yeah. DFW area is like two cities that like literally can join each other, and it's just so freaking huge, like LA. But there's like not as much as LA. You know what I mean? Like there's some cool spots and whatnot, out. but it's just there's like a lot of like I don't know if y'all saw at the Dallas spot, but like around like the corner. We had our Airbnb there, and it's like a really nice Airbnb, three story, like super, right in the hood. Boy, I tell you, I was like, man, I like. Thankfully, we're like, it happens with these fucking Airbnbs, bro. Because yeah. you'll look at them and see the same thing happen right here. It's all the pictures. We're like, oh, it's a good amount of rooms, <laughs> and, and, and they don't yeah. say the address. And then I got the address, and I was like, fuck, this shit's on MLK Boulevard. I already know. This is yeah, like, any like, you know, any, MLK. any MLK is going to be a dicey area. For, for sure. I think that's it what definitely it's, feels like you could pick up an ice cappuccino and then a gun off the ground. Absolutely, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So more like, like a dirty, more like a dirty syringe. That's really yeah, what it's okay. like. I was about to say. That. Yeah, it's like <laughs> coming from LA though. This is nothing. I will say that this is nice out here. Austin, Austin's crime shit. That we really are big on is like obviously you got you know a lot of big cartel presence in texas and, and some in the in the cities so i feel like that's what brings in a lot of like you know fentanyl's big over here right now heroin's uh big right now uh cocaine's all cracking cocaine will always been a thing meth is really big in this area it's really more like a meth and heroin type of like area so you see like you don't really have like the to worry about anymore like 
just getting ran up on or being like on the wrong area at the wrong time type of deal. Just more so you got to watch out for like the, uh, the cra- like the, the bums, the crackheads and shit like Stealing that. Cause like most of the, bu- most of the bums out over here are like drug addicts. You know what I mean? Oh, I feel, sure. I feel like that's really what like, and I, and I say that I come from the, the, the streets. I'm not like just trying to be like, you know, judgmental or anything like that. Like, nah, like I grew up like serving crack and shit like that to, to, to junkies and homeless people. And it seemed like the growing up and even now it's just like, yeah, it's it seems like that's the problem. Like why a lot of people are homeless out here. You think the fentanyl's made it into the cocaine out here, even being this close to the border? I'm gonna be honest, man. I I don't do enough blow anymore <laughs> anymore keyword to to know, but uh, I I honestly doubt it because even when I do see homies selling it or whatever, I feel like I don't see stepped on shit as much anymore. I see. I feel. I feel like you, you see a lot more like raw. You see a lot more skama fish scale out here that just like. Damn, you know what I mean. So I don't, I'm not sure if like that's really a problem out of here. Just more so it being in, like the pills and shit. Yeah. Because par- parks is huge out over here right now. I know a, a lot, lot of fake people. pills. Yeah, man. I, I encourage anybody to get off that shit, man. Like I, yeah. that's what I went to prison for was manufacture, deliver crack cocaine shit. I was on, on game. That's what I grew up doing with my father and shit. So I mean, after I got out of prison, I never like looked down on the trap or the hood or anything like that. I come from that shit. It's just for me personally, I don't want to be around that. I ended up having a son with my beautiful wife. We've got two kids with her now. So it's like, I got two sons that I got to like look out for. I'm trying to raise them in like the cannabis industry too. And like at least pass down the the skills that I can, like my father did to me. My stepdad did for me is just like, just pass down those skills, man. Like you, you, if I can't, teach you how to become a man which i'm sure i can like i can at least teach you my <laughs> at least at least i can teach you my trade mm-hmm. so i want to do that for my son so i got to be around man i got to be around got to watch how i move and um you know you just got to be vigilant out there you got to watch what you're doing with yourself i think that a lot of people are kind of on this like health movement right now yep i feel like you see a lot of people like switching their lives up which is really cool i hope that, that that's another fad that like just really takes off because i feel like it was a fad for a long time like and and sh- 2010s like the whole 2010 era all the way up until like 2018 2019 i feel like the pills which is really big like drank was just syrup started out in texas you know what i mean like south has always been in the syrup but i remember growing up we used to sip act like nothing i remember when act got activists got uh shut down they, they weren't letting people grab it anymore because of like the over usage and all that high tech shot up to like 300 a pipe and people were like crazy now it's like 300 a line for like just regular syrup. And it's like, dude, I, I, I stopped sipping just because of how like, much pricey. I remember by, by me and my brother, we, we joke about that all the time. Like growing up for $20, I bullshit you not. You could go and get a gram of dro, a blunt, uh, a, little, a bar. A cup of lean. Yeah, a little, yeah. like a, a line of lean, a bar, and like some chips and some soda from like leftover. Because bars used to be like 2 $3 a pop. Drank used to be like 10 a line or something like that. You can get some drove for like $10 a gram and shit like that. You can, you can run it up with like 20, 30 bucks between you and your homies and, and get fucked up. You know what I mean? So, But now it's shit. You can't even take $30 to the, to the weed man anymore. These don't even sell crams no more, bro. Like, oh shit. We sure as shit don't. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's, it's eighths on up and I'm sorry, I don't do no $25 ace. Usually anything that's going in there these days is is not good. We got a certain standard, y'all, so. Yeah, 100%. No, it's, what, it's different. If, what favorite spot to smoke in Austin? Good oh, spot if you're a tourist. Man, company, honestly, right, man. like, uh, you're not supposed to smoke in parks and shit, but if you go down to the Barton Springs area, I always tell people to go down to the Silker Park, Barton Springs area, because you have the botanical gardens down there. Open green fields with the soccer fields, the natural spring from the Ed- Edwards Aquifer. 
the Barton Springs is just a really dope spot to go at if you're into like activities. Cause that's what Austin is. It's not really like a city that you go and like have a lot of like spots you pull up to and just kind of spend your bread at. I mean, you can do that, but really what we're known for is like activity, man, hiking, biking trails, uh, uh natural springs, boating water. down the river, yeah, boating down the river, all that shit, man. Like if we got time, y'all guys are still here. Uh, I can take y'all out to Lake Travis on the jet skis and shit. And, uh, we got a couple jet skis and it's fun as fuck over, over there, man. Like, it, uh, Texas is just like Austin in general. There's a lot of nice, there's, there's, there's room for everybody here. Whether you're really freaking rich, we got spots over in the hills for you that you can go spend 10, 20, $30 million on a crib. And if you're broke, we got, you know, we got some little shanties apartments that you can come rent down, down the street in the North side. Or if, you know, you're a young college kid or you're a techie that got a lot of money and you're single and you want to be in the scene, walk out your front door and have some shit happening. Boom, right here. Because that's why this place right here is expensive. I guarantee you this house we're in is probably like at least 700K. And back in the day, it wasn't nowhere near that. But the thing about this is that we have so many music festivals out here that you can literally like walk outside here and hear the live music going down from the street. And I don't know who doesn't like that. It's really not that annoying, bro. I'm like, I'm from here. I like, if you're from a noisy city, hearing good music, live music shouldn't bother you at all. So it's pretty cool to like walk out and hear like, the UT game playing with the drums, or you hear any live band going down from South by Southwest, ACL, any of the big festivals we got going down on here in Austin. So it brings a lot of, brings a lot of places, man. I, I, I know I'm from here, but I'm from Texas. I love the state as a whole. I definitely tell people that San Antonio is a really dope spot to go check out a lot of like sightseeing stuff, the river walk and all that. But Austin is definitely the city that you want to go to. If you want to like go and ball out, parlay, and have a really good fucking time here. Eat really good. You can. We got food trucks. Uh, you, you can get good stuff for seven uh, seven dollars a meal, or you can get good shit for seven thousand. You know what I mean? It's all here, man. It's it's just like L.A. It's just like New York, except so much fucking smaller. So it kind of still has a, a small town vibe a bit too. You see people you know very often, but I mean, it's kind of got like that that uppityness that LA got. And, and that's what we, is half price. Yeah. I mean, we got a lot of, we got a lot of people from California here, man. That's a joke. They tested and say, they're like, y'all stop coming over here, man. Like, it's not, it's not uh, you'll see that oh, bumper sticker. Don't, don't California, my Texas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I like, got a few DMS. We were coming out here. It's funny yeah, because yeah. when I go up to like, to North Cali, I'm like, bro, this North Cali is nothing like what Cali Nah, hell no. It's much like Texas. Yeah. It's all like, I got along with like everybody out over there and they're all like backwards people and they love me, man. Like I love them. It was just like a a different culture out there in the North than it is even in like LA or in the Bay. I'm sure, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's like that in Florida too. Yeah. Yeah. South Florida is totally different than Central and North Florida. Yeah. Same shit. My, uh, my real father, uh, he sold Coke and shit from, uh, Texas and Florida. He had a, spot out in sebastian and i want to say it was like west palm beach if i'm not mistaken yeah and then uh venice yeah venice vero vero beach vero oh yeah 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 he had a house over there in vero beach and a really nice one I'm, I'm not far from there yeah it was where i'm from yeah you, those are like center sebastian? places yeah i remember sure. sebastian being like a very like yeah. small town like a very like not beach some, town yeah exactly but not like a Clear nice water yeah not fucking, like a nice beach it's just kind of like a subtle beach not like miami beach. good surfing though good yeah. fishing oh, you too. Think so? yeah oh for sure i think when i was out there by memory i don't think i remember seeing like a lot of uh like a lot of waves or anything like that but my dad had a few houses in, in, uh, in Florida, a couple that he trapped out of and one that he, that he had. So 
I grew up going back and forth to Florida a lot, but not, I haven't been recently to where I can really remember a lot of stuff. I have a homie that's cool with like Ace Hood out over there, like really tied with him and all that. So if I ever pull up to Miami, I got a homie that can come swoop me up and uh, he deals, he, he deals with Ace Hood like almost every day, I guess. So he's like, well, if you come down here, more than likely we're going to be hanging out with this dude and all that. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's dope. Yeah, right. That's cool. That's dope. What's the weed scene like at uh, South by Southwest? crazy bro really? like any fe- that's why i say like like austin's really lenient on weed because we have so many festivals here like at any given time that all those festivals you get so much like even concerts bro like smoking so much that it's like what are you really gonna do it's, there's not really much uh i've been arrested for weed a few times in austin uh the last time i got arrested for a roach most disrespectful arrest i ever had the girlfriend i had at the time and i both got arrested for the same roach most disrespectful arrest and that was actually not too long ago. That was probably like a few years ago. But the, the actual outcome of it, like it got dropped almost immediately. And then like I even caught a felony recently with like a cart because carts are and uh, concentrates are all felonies out over here. I caught a felony and uh, um, yeah, concentrate. Yeah, and I had some. I had some. I was actually just serving your punk. <laughs> Man, bro, it was so funny. I was like, we, this is before we're growing. Way back, this yeah. is before we're growing. Before we're and like, he calls me up. He's like, hey, bro, I want a couple of zips, but I, I've got a couple of flavors to bring. So I bring up like a QP of like some different flavors for him to check out. And I'm coming back. I have like four or five bands on me. I have like scales, bags. All, I moved a lot differently, like even a few years ago. You know what I mean? Because I was still like on like fresh out of prison, go go on trap mode. You know what I mean? So. We were do- I was doing that, and then like I ended up getting pulled over. Long story short, they got they they were like trying to get me with like deliver weed and all that shit because they had saw my priors and they saw I had a bunch of cash and all that. And I was like, bro, no distribution. Or yeah, I talked to, I, I talked them out of it. I showed them like my 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 Facebook Messenger. I was like trying to buy a car the day before then, so I was like, all the cash is there. So they got me got me off of the distribution, but they arrested me for a felony. Uh, of a controlled substance and they charged me with the weed too with the weed that shit got almost immediately dropped like literally i hired my lawyer he hit me up like a couple of weeks later he's like okay boom we got the weed job we're just fighting the, the the cart case and then like for two years i didn't go to court uh covid was a thing i'm sure it set back a, a while but it, it eventually became to like my lawyer called me up he's all like yeah so uh you're gonna have, we, we got it down to nothing you just gotta give two clean uas and out like and within a month apart from each other and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't even know if I can do that one, bro. You know what I mean? He's all like, shit, hold on. Let me see. And he calls me back like a few days later. And he's like, done. Nothing. But the Nothing. cart was the hang up. Yeah. Yep. Yo, any concentrate. It was like, just funny because it's like a kid. Could it was like a big shit. Yeah, like, no disrespect to be. You know like, what if I mean? I'm a brand, I like to talk like, like shit about it. I'm not disrespecting them because those guys are like still have their market and they're making money and they're like hustling. You know what I mean? There's a big part of that to learn from. But it's funny when you're like, damn, yeah. And I got caught up with a big chief card at that. You know what I mean? It wasn't even like a crazy card. It was like, oh, yeah, it was just a big, big chief. And it was probably a knockoff one, too. <laughs> I got I got hit him with it. I was telling him I was like, nah, man. I'm, uh, I was telling my lawyer I was like, nah, fight it. I'm pretty sure it's probably a fake car. Could have said not, you got it it's from probably a gas not station. Even gonna, like test stuff for like zero percent like, THC. Yeah, it's probably not even <laughs> show up for THC. It'll probably be like Delta Eight or something if we're lucky. So he he I, he just held his ground. He did what he had to do, and I got off a of felony with like praise nothing to stay out of trouble for two years while well, I was fighting it. And, well, you know, if you get a big card order in Texas, it's definitely not worth it. That's like the key words. That's wild that it's. Cause it's all the same shit. I tell people that that's what's man. crazy. I told I know a lot of dudes are moving carts, and you know, 
car, the car game is big right now because so many people, like I think the kids and a lot of the I don't really people, touch carts. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they would rather buy that than flour because of the whole odor, the whole yep. the, like just like I was saying about Reggie earlier. Yeah. It's more concealable. Like, they don't, I don't even think like, they just roll, know you, how to like, roll a if you never had any <laughs> fire like bud and all you've ever had was Reggie, it'll be good enough for you. Just kind of like how like the, the desolate cars are, are carts are now. It's kind of like the new Reggie for today. You know what I mean? It's just like kids can get it. It's pretty cheap. It's not the best for you uh, on the back end, but it gets you. If you don't smoke like that, it's going to be perfect for you. You're going to think it's the best thing ever. Your parents are not going to catch you. Your your landlord's not going to bitch at you. You know, whatever the fuck you got to worry about, it's a lot easier to have a cart now. So it's a big game right now to see. And, but like you said, it's not worth it if you're over here moving like thousands and thousands of carts and you get busted. Like Ooh. probably get a good lawyer. Probably get yourself off because I've seen some. Some dudes get off some shit just not even having a stench. You know what I mean? Just letting the lawyer do what they got to do, and you, you never know what could happen. Nine times out of ten, if you have the money for a good lawyer, which is my best advice to every trapper, is make sure you got money for a good lawyer and have a good lawyer that you can fucking call that you know can like handle this kind of stuff because half the time it's going to be able to get wiped away. You know what I mean? Or something, something's going to like, they'll come up with a sweet deal. Like one of my boys, had 180 units get popped in in Arizona. He was driving from Cali to Texas. Uh, they stopped him in Arizona, and uh, he had to do like three years probation at the end of it all. And then he just called me up the other day, like a year and a half off of being on probation, being like, "Hey, I can smoke." I'm like, "Wait, you're already off probation?" He's like, "Yeah, they let me off early. I paid everything." Did that's I, that's how I, when I knew probation, that's how it worked. You pay everything off. You stay on top of your shit. You do what you got to do. And you got a good uh, probation officer. You're probably gonna get off. When I had probation, nah, that wasn't me. They put me immediately on random drug testing, and I could not stop smoking. That's why I went to prison because I got caught up with coke and all that shit, moving it, and then they put me on like this, like probation, like this drug probation uh, for pretrial and all that. I fucked it up immediately. They got me into like a whole line of shit that I had to do before I finally got spit out at the end and, and walked a free man. But it, it was a fucking lot, and I never stopped smoking during that time. I was. It, I don't know what it was in me. I was like, nah, man, I like smoking too much. I really don't care. But I grew up a lot in that time. I, I had a lot of you know, different outlook on life. And when I got out, my outlook was completely different. I, I wanted to stick to weed. I loved weed. I wanted to keep on you know, selling it. And then I saw the market where it was at. Everything made sense. And I, I, here I am now. I'm, I'm shooting podcasts with one of the biggest fucking you know, podcast in the cannabis industry. Thank shout you, out, bro. Shout out to y'all guys for even. Shout out. So yeah, for real, starts like doing this shit, man. Like y'all guys are doing y'all's freaking thing. Y'all guys are definitely inspiring a lot of people. People don't and, see the and, back end lugging 14 bags that weigh about 80 pounds a piece everywhere around yeah, trying hey, to. Hey, I watch y'all while we're trimming. You know, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we, you know? yeah, we, uh, tri trimming. It's either we're listening to burn, we're listening to uh, whiz, or we're listening to first move of the day. That's that's typically the trimming like move that we're doing because it, like it's him and I. We're the only trimmers on our shit, so we just get there. He gets his little half. I get my little half, and we just we go to town, man. Trim till we can't anymore. No, right? yeah, it's 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 really an all day fucking process, but we have a good time, especially out there on the property. We'll probably whip up something like some old cowboys or some shit like that. You know what I mean? And Cool little experience. I like to, I like to, I like what we got going on, bro. It's gonna be sad when we like grow like past our like level, and we're gonna be looking back at these days, and we're gonna be like, damn, remember when we used to like fucking get the campfire going and cook, <laughs> throw some wines on and like yeah. be trimming and shit like that? Like those are gonna be the good times for me, man. 
Yeah, because you'll look back and you'll be like, remember when we could actually trim this ourselves? Yeah. Because once it gets to a point, once we get it's that, that's, a, that's uh, a good no, problem yeah, to like, have. Yeah. Yeah. We're, you know? we're talking about growing right now, and we're like, yeah, after that, like, the, that we're at, we're at our absolute limit of what we're willing to trim ourselves. Like, if yeah, it, like, any, like anything else, we're like, yeah, we're definitely getting trimmers. We're definitely going to like source out and figure out family members or trusted loved ones to get out there to put their asses to work. Yeah. Because <laughs> everybody wants to work with weed. I don't know until you fucking trim. Until you start trimming. That'll like, break people. Yeah, like, you want to come help me trim? They're like, oh, yeah. And then they just don't want to say no. One day. Yeah, they don't want to stop because they're like, oh, man, I don't want to disappoint him. But they want to stop almost like a couple ounces in. They're like, oh, I no. used to always have people come. They do like a five, six hour day out of a 12 trim. And then they'd be like, yeah, yeah I'll be back tomorrow. And it would that would be the end of it. That would literally, And <laughs> that was across them, the board. I don't blame them. If I had to like brutal. if I had to trim as a job, I don't think I really could, bro. Cause I, I've never been really good at monotonous jobs that you have to sit down there and do. Like that's pretty much why I don't work. You know what I mean? That's like I haven't worked for anybody in the past like shit, almost like six, seven years now. And I could almost not even trim anyone else's flower but my own, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I put the passion and love into it. So, you know. Yeah. You know, Would you I'm, say that having two kids really set you set your goals and your standards for where you want to be in yeah. line that changed seems like that changed everything for you it, it did man like my, my wife's seven years younger than me and we when we had our first son when we got pregnant with him it was literally like first week of covid when people were like flipping out like clearing the shelves out like total apocalyptic type of uh scenarios were going on like shit was going down people were, uh the people were getting hit with the robberies and like remember the, we were doing like all sorts of shit during that time early 2020 or yeah, even late 2019 my wife, she was like 19 at the time. I was like 25, 26. And she told me she was pregnant. And I was like, you know, I'm ready. Are you ready? I blame, I don't blame you if you're not, because you're still hella young. Like, if you want to get an abortion, we can go and do that. And she's like, no, nah, I want to be. I'm like, COVID's going on. I don't, I don't know about raising a baby in the apocalypse. <laughs> no, nah, let's do it. And I was like, fine, bet. Let's do it. And then as soon as my son came out, um, both my sons, like, the first thing I did was just cry and say how beautiful they were. Covered in fucking ambiotic sack and just puff, puffy and red. And I'm like, I love this little motherfucker. I'll go to to death and beyond just to make sure that this kid has everything that he needs. And it did change everything for me, man. Like, it changed how, everything, how I moved. Again, I put that passion in me to start growing myself. I was like, look, I don't want, I want to get to the point where, like, I don't got to rely on anybody to make sure that they're doing good. Like, as much as I love our relationship and whatnot, it's not, God forbid anything ever happened to him, I'd be fucked. But as far as what I, what we've built together, without one or the other, we're fucked. And I want to get it to a point where him and I are not, like, we don't have to have that be a scenario. He can be good and I can be good and we can still do our, to still do our thing together because we built this together. Like, I don't want to bring in all these extra people and whatnot to, like, give their opinion on how sh shit should be run. If anybody comes in, it's because they're working for me or they're working with me to get elevated to the next position. That's what I'm doing with all my assistants. What I do everybody who works with me, it's like, you're not going to be my assistant and just be my assistant. Like, I can't pay you enough to make sure that you're actually like elevating. You know what I mean? Like you're going to be my assistant. You're going to get put on game. You're going to get your own people. And you're going to get your own shit going. And then you get spit out. And, you know, and, and so far I have a good success with everybody like doing their own thing. And I keep on, I got someone else that to bring in. So I love it, man. Like I try to do the shit that Ryan and EK have done for me and just give back to the community. Like guys who have like, brought a whole different perspective to the game for me to just give back to the community and 
make sure that my sons got and my wife my wife doesn't work like nobody works my my, my family everybody's taken care of like that's what i like live for like that was always like my dream to like be like wake up and be by my kids like every day until i gotta send them off to school and like say bye to them you know what i mean like i don't want to grow up like my father did my stepfather did we're like my my real dad just wasn't around my stepdad was around but he always worked Hella long hours, 14, 16 hour days. So he wasn't really around like that. And when he wouldn't come down, when he would come back home, it would be like, all right, chill the fuck out. Dad's home. If we do anything, even fart in the wrong direction, like dad's going to like fucking flip out because he just has like stacked with, uh, with, 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 with stress. So like that's how I grew up, man. I don't want like that same reality for my kids. I want them to be comfortable. Uh, I want them to enjoy life. And then when they come of age, I want them to understand like what drugs are, but what are smoke? Because like my wife and everybody else asks me that. When are we gonna let the kids smoke if they want to smoke? I mean, man, honestly, probably like seventeen or eighteen. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit. Different. It's like it's treated like beer, you know? Yeah, like you know alcohol. what I mean. Like you, might, like, you, you have a sip here, and yeah, there, or like yeah, edible. Because yeah. like I started smoking cigarettes when I was twelve. Jeez. Yeah, with my father. Like my father, like got like a father got me doing a lot of real shit. My father's Russian, so it's just like I'm like, a whole different like mental capacity. You know what I mean? It's just like sees life differently. And I grew up thinking like that shit was like cool and all right. And when I became like 24, 25, I just like woke up one day and I was like, yeah, this is disgusting. And I, You're going to break the cycle. And I, I, yeah. I, 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 I kick nicotine all together. I don't hit nicotine. I don't hit wraps or anything. I, I'm joint only. That's, yeah, we both. Yeah. You know, we kicked that. Yeah, we kicked, we kicked all that shit, bro. So I, I don't want my kids growing around any of that. I don't want them to be smoking at young ages. I, don't, I want them to like have a childhood, grow the fuck up, enjoy it. And then when and, and the time comes, I, w- I want to show you how to grow, not just cannabis, but grow uh, agriculturally, because it's something that I have a passion for. And I'm learning more and more from from Bert. And, you know, with the support system I have, is I want to be able to give my sons the same, if not better support system and give them the opportunity to have a craft that is really hard to learn and really hard to come by, at least as it is right now, the status quo of it right now. I want them to have that for them. So yeah, my, my kids changed my life a lot right now, man. Like I can say between me and this dude, me and Doja, Ryan, EK specifically, and the whole gang, the whole, it's not just Ryan too. There's like a whole bunch of people that like contribute to that. Even like the, the, the quality control, the QC part who test. I'm not on the QC team, but like there's a, there's like a, a small board of dudes that are like, yeah, like this is what we're, this is what we're putting out. There's a lot of great minds, man. So everybody that I'm working with, Right now, including my wife and my kids, it's just completely changed life for me all together. I got myself out of like that gangster hood mentality and uh and I put all that shit behind me, man. Now I got some of the best the best friends people could ask for. And, you know, I, I'm I'm here right now. A lot of people figured out that I was gonna be on the show and uh I got you know, got a lot of flowers from places I didn't expect to get it. So it was cool to to be here and have the opportunity to be here and talk with you guys on that shit. So I really appreciate that, man. Appreciate y'all guys for coming out to Texas and talking with brands that are actually from here and like including us because you know, it's, it's really important, man. You gotta, you gotta show people what, what else is going on in America. Cali's not the only like pop. There, there can be fire anywhere. You just gotta know, know the guy. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. I think us coming from Florida, we realize that early on. And then at the same time, you don't know what you don't know. So every time we travel Mm -hmm. to a city, we end up, we're pretty we get naive. a lot of, we we, yeah. we learn and we put feelers out yeah. but everything happens organically yeah we don't have 
see people take it how they want to take it. Oh, I'm the biggest out here. What about me? This th- we're not from out here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they we only know. know what we know. Now, if if we're naive the second, third, fourth, fifth trip, then yeah, it's on us. But the first couple of times we come out here, you can't expect somebody to know what's good. It's on you to reach out. It's on you exactly. to connect. It's on you to communicate as a man or a woman. You can't just be a pick an yet. adult, you know. Yeah. And yeah. shout out to you for growing up. I can relate as well. Um, you know, where you you leave that um you leave that that immature mentality behind and you grow into a man, into yeah. a person, someone that's gonna own your responsibility and prioritize the things that really matter in life. That was and uh and to do that within this game is real big because a lot of people haven't done that still to this day. And they uh they act like children online on the internet and stuff. No, so yeah. it's cool to sit here with some real men I, I, yeah. from uh, a real place that are really risking it, putting it on the Ooh. line, but proud to do what they're doing and showing a good representation of what it should look like yeah, and giving these young people um, something to aspire to. So shout out to you guys, man. For I, pre- I appreciate that, man. Yeah. There's a, uh, there's a lot to learn. Uh, I, there's lots of growing up to do, man. I wanted to be, like you said the best when you, when you learn to accept responsibility for your own actions, especially in this game, like it's crazy that people like exist out here. They're like, let me go ahead and, and like give you my money so you can do all the work and I can make a little piece off of it. It's crazy how some dudes can have like that mentality. And then when losses happen, they kind of expect you to like make that up. And it's like, dude, like I was doing this to help you out. You know what I mean? Like you can't help everybody out in this game. You kind of like got to, because not everybody's going to own responsibility like that. You got to like use a organic uh, relationships form. You get to kind of like see what people are like. And I'm not afraid to tell somebody whether, uh, no matter how known or not they are, whether or not I want to work with them or not. Cause not everybody is good business. Not every relationship is going to work out. Like, cause whenever I first started growing, it wasn't, we didn't know we were going to be on this podcast or anything. Yeah. It was just, I want to try and grow some fire, give some to you, you know, see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, well, that's, and that's and why it's true. It just over the years, yeah. Over the failures and everything, you know? Yeah. If you have somebody like, you know, these guys coming in, you know, like y'all coming in, like I encourage people to, you know, reach out. It's one of the best things that EK taught me is that, you know, you got to like, got to put yourself out there, man. You can't just like be an introvert off in the corner and be like, I'm this big trapper in my section. Pick me. Like nobody likes to pick me as dude. Well, nobody's a mind reader. That's what you got to Yeah, exactly. You like got to like person. talk to me like, hey man, like I know you're coming down over here. What do I got to do to get on the roster? Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I, let's I do, work. Yeah, yeah, but you know what I mean. You got to be mature about that shit. When you hit people up, like, hey man, you didn't tap in with me. You got to check in, like, bro. You don't got to check in. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, telling yeah, yeah. you, you're in Austin, bro. You like, you, yeah, like if you yeah. if it's coming from my mouth, you don't got to check in in a city like this, bro. bro it was wild. We when you say organic, we literally met someone at the event and then shot a pod at their spot. And like at a at a basically like a pop up business, but that was said, a sea surf, right? Or yeah, uh, surf, surf, yeah, surf, 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 bro. Little Mexico. Mexico spot, little Mexico, bro. Y'all saw that spot? That's crazy. That's where we shot. shot, I, I, yeah, shot there I can't wait to see night. that. I can't wait to see that episode. Fresca love. Yeah, 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 I'm, I, yeah. I got to meet uh, little Mexico. All that shit's organic. See that, is what we're saying. Yeah, super organic. Yeah, you that's know? why I love going to the Houston event. Even though, like, I, mean, yeah, I got yeah, to meet yeah. a lot. Of, I got to meet lock in with God Holly. Shout mm-hmm. out to bro. He's out over here. Got to lock in with Fidel. Got to lock in with Little Mexico. Little Mexico. Shout out, man, bro. If you, 
I just met this dude, but this dude just was showing me his spot. And y'all, I'm sure y'all guys saw. We all did see the spot. Super that, connected that individuals. Is, if you don't have a spot, if you go and look up Little Mexico on IG and you see his little cannabis dispensary spot, if you don't have a spot like that in Texas or in America, don't hit me up trying to have me like have me go to your event because I want something like that. I want something that's a super professional. Someone poured their heart and soul and making sure that that thing is like, it has like epoxy floors, AC, big, like uh, the VIP candy paint on the floor. Who doesn't? Shout out to bro for doing that's his yeah. thing. Man. It was thing. Really, really dope. That's why up. I personally, I appreciate y'all guys for coming down here because it, it gives me an excuse to show up to Houston and Dallas. As I'm sure y'all saw, even well, that's though, why we did this tour. We wanted right to check down. it out. Yeah, I though, love Texas. We're from Florida. Yeah, it's, I'm from Florida too. Yeah, it's oh, the same. Yeah. If you think about it, it's very, it's super similar. Yeah. So we, I also I like to do shit against the grain. Everybody's telling me not to do something. I'm like, we're gonna go do it. Yeah, and that's what we do. And we're built, we're built different. Like he's he's yeah. told me before. You know. Yeah, yeah no, for sure. Like we're, do, we're doing it different, bro. There's been times where we like to school. go down roads less traveled. Yeah, and that's what we're doing out here with this tour and. You know, watch. You'll see more people trying to do Texas tours and shit like that. And by then, we'll be we'll be rounding, you know, third base on the way to the next uh, the next places and shit. And what we're doing is building a community where everyone can come out. I have my homies from New York, from Atlanta, from all over come to this shit because everyone wants to see what's up with Texas. Yeah, absolutely. everyone wants to connect, chill, see what the you know see what the word's been about. You know, a lot of people migrated here after COVID, so it sparks the curiosity. Of like, man, what's going on down there? I want to see what's good. And we know that our second round and our second trips will be even better because now we've established wow. relationships yeah, where absolutely. we know who to hit up. We know where to go. You know, absolutely. we won't be hitting Terry Blacks. We'll be hitting, you know, Brother Tins and <laughs> no, shit. And fucking, up, we'll hey, know what's good, Let's go grab something. Don't worry, guys. Guys, y'all take care of it. I'll take care of the bill. All that shit, man. We're going we're gonna to go. I want to make sure that anybody comes down to Texas, if they know me or like would like to do business with me or anybody else. You know, the hospitality is going to be there. Yeah, hospitality is big, man. Like, you got you got to make sure that you do that. And if you're trying to be a host to anybody, make sure, like, I, you, we're about to shit on my spot. I had a charcuterie board. I got, like, all this shit ready for, like, yeah. just make sure y'all guys were ready and, and take and take care of. If you don't, not willing to do that for your people, whether you're a host or someone who's visiting and play your part and do what you got to do to the fullest and just don't do it, man. You got to make sure everything's organic. Don't try to, like, force shit to happen. Like if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Because in this game, like it's this is the the these little events is not what like makes our entire brands. This is for the people. This is for the people to get to meet us. Yeah, for them to get to uh, introduce us. All the other shit and and in the background, that's the work that we all know it. That's the stuff that you got to worry about, bro. Like that's the stuff that you got to be making sure that do I have the right genetics? It's just shit smoking. Am I willing to throw this fucking batch away if it's not good enough? Like don't shoot yourself in the foot over like a few fucking dollars. Like we're in this for the long run. That's what I tell him, bro. Like, well, we're not going anywhere. Oh, I'll be growing until the day I die. And that's why I fuck with Ryan so much because Ryan's like brand is worth so much, and he's like, uh, uh, Ryan's like, I'm not walking away from this. You know what I mean? He's like, I'm, I'm staying. Someone can come offer me twenty m's. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take it. I'm not gonna walk away. But that's the kind of passion that I'm trying to have. You know what I mean? I'm trying to like stay on this lifelong. I want my sons to be like forming the next sector of this business and shit like that. I want them to be on it because they want to. You know, if they don't want to, cool, bet, fine, whatever. But I want them. I want to create that outlet. I don't ever want to like sit back and think that I'm this big baller. That's why I try to stay away from jewelry and whatnot. My car, my cars are where I spend my money at and shit. People know that, but like, I try to like, for me personally, I like to not see, like, I keep rubber bands on there. Like, I, I keep it old school. Like, you gotta, you gotta keep that motivation. You gotta stay hungry until you re- finally find yourself into a point where you're like, okay, 
I can walk away and still get a residual income and still have like a, a very big part of the creative like portion of it. If you can do that, whether you're cultivating or just trapping, like that's when you can able to walk away from this shit. But I, I do definitely feel that everybody should either create a passion for themselves where they don't ever have to walk away or at least create an outlet for them to like a soon step back because the shit hasn't been forgiving to people who've been in it for a long ass time for the most part. There's a lot of players that can make it and they've done their thing. But uh, in my best opinion, you just got to stay on top of like, like the, the, the whole network, the, how the game is being played, what people want, what strains are out, all that, man, the economy, you know, the sex, the section that you're in, where you're going to go at next, all that stuff has to start coming into play now. Everybody has to start stepping up their game. If they want to be successful. And I, and me personally, I love it because I know we're hungry. Yeah. We're fucking hungry, dog. We're, we're, we're going to, we're going to take every step that we got to do to make sure that we're on top. And, uh, and I wish everybody the best of luck and it's all good sportsmanship over here, but respectfully, we feel like we're on top of the game because of how we're doing. When well, I feel like whenever we are able to expand and get bigger, we feel like we're going to be dangerous at that point, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, well, when we started, when we started growing, I've noticed a lot of people want to start doing the same thing in Austin. I had, a, I had, a, I had homies that were out here already growing themselves and they're doing their thing. But then once we all started linking and then people started to see like, oh damn, these guys are not only getting like recognition, but the quality the product that they're putting out is actually really fucking fire. So maybe I can do that myself. So I see a lot of people starting to grow themselves out here and they, and they inbox me talking to me about it and they're like, Hey, what's up? And it's funny because they're like, I got a little sprout going. I'm, I'm badass. And I'm like, oh, damn, how old is that? Like, it's 10 weeks old. And I'm all like, oh, shit. I was like, damn, homie, like, you got to work on it a little bit. But you, you got the right you got the right motion. You, I like you it. You got to believe in yourself. Yeah, you got to believe. Bro, you really right? have to believe in yourself. How many times have yeah. we been like, man, even I have, I've had to talk to him. He's like, man, like, I don't know, bro. Like, there was like one time we had to tear down a room like three times back to back to back. You know what I mean? It was just like, damn. Like well, I'm like, nah, bro, just do it. We had a we had a mold like, you, you, and you, insect like two runs back to back. I was bro, I was like, bro, just, you, you've produced stupid fire before. Like, don't give up. Like, whatever money's losing, like, just talk to me. We'll figure it out, bro. Like, just, I don't want this to stop. Like, because if you stop, you're gonna lose all the experience that you ever had, and you're gonna lose all the potential that you you still have to like to gain. And I'm gonna lose that that that's that same uh the same token. You know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna be on the same boat with you. Yeah, that's why I kind of like our. It's a good relationship we have because if it's like, like I said earlier, if, if he's not going hundred percent, if I'm not going hundred percent, the boat's not going to go hundred percent. It will sink. Yeah. It, will, it will go down. So it just keeps us both on our toes, but I, I'm really proud of the product that we're putting out. And, like, and once again, man, I really appreciate everybody who has came through to my shop personally. I, I really appreciate that, uh, that trust that, that you put inside my brand and I, and, I, and to the people, I want to make sure that I'm always doing right. Y'all. And, and me and my boy, we promised that we we're going to be out here doing the best that we can with our work. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 it's our passion. It's our passion to do so. And it's not, it's not that big of a deal. We have fun with this, man. We, I, I hit him up. I'm like, bro, we got, we got this shit to pop next run. And, and like, and stuff's coming down. He's like, what are we going to pop next? It's like, okay, cool. You start like brainstorming and shit. It's cool. I love it. it. Cannabis is like one of the most interesting plants to grow, you know, from seedling to veg to flower. And then you have to dry it and cure it. You know, it's it's a it's a whole process. And shout out to Canucks too. <laughs> Canucks grow. Yeah, yeah I, I kind of just grow with his style. That's yeah, people ask me. I mostly watch, and the style that I grow is really f- simple. You know? Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not. It's, it's not like crazy. Anyone could do it. It just 
you got to have the dedication and you got to be disciplined with the it green thumb. and being in tune with your plants. And you don't get in tune with your plants until you get your hands dirty and do a few runs, you know, mm-hmm. and learn from it. You know, Draco's from here. You said you're from Florida. How'd you make your way to Texas? I moved to Texas like in third grade. Oh, okay. so I've been here for a while. What part of Florida are you from? Tampa. Oh, oh yeah. He's from Sarasota. I'm from, yeah. I know all about that. Gulf of Mexico side's the strong side. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what they say about uh, if you're born in Florida, you know, you're probably kind of crazy, so. Oh, for sure. You know? Yeah, great, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely yeah. ain't all there. We're all mixed bags of shit at best, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> indeed, you know? indeed. That's funny. No, nah, shout out to, I know a lot of dudes. Yeah, if you guys got any shout outs and shit? Man, uh, honestly, man, I do want to give a couple shout outs. Uh, personally, I, like, I've mentioned these dudes a lot, but Ryan and EK, like, mm-hmm. you know, Y'all guys watch this episode. I want to let y'all know that I really appreciate everything that y'all brought to my life. Um, it's helped my family out a lot. Uh, EK, thank you for believing me when a lot of people didn't. And, you know, you, you, you stuck by my side. And, and Ryan, thank you for always having faith for me for, like, running your brand out over here. And just letting me work with it, letting me run with things, and always uh, picking up my phone when it matters most. So. I really appreciate those dudes. You know, shout out to shout out to the weed tube, all of them. You know, putting their information out there. Yeah, that's I'm I, I yeah. self taught. You know, I, yeah, just looking up videos, different forums. You know, yeah, shout that's out to it. shout out to the whole. Um, there, you have the Cano- internet. If you, if, you can't, if you can't succeed and nowadays, you have the internet right there. You click a video, you watch it, and it tells you what to do. Yeah, no, shout out, shout out to the shout out to all the weed uh, uh, YouTubers that that teach everybody step by step. Shout out to Frenchie Canoli's family for keeping his name alive and, and making sure that people still have um, an outlet to learn from some of the best uh, hash makers that the world's ever known. And uh, that's personally who I'd like to use for my washing. I'm starting to get down to washing uh, within like the last year and, uh, and getting more better at processing hash. Uh, uh, between Canucks, Frenchie Canoli, and some other dudes out there, man, like I, I, shout out to all y'all guys who put y'all's faces, the names, even when times are really illegal and you don't really know what kind of legal replications you're going to get. It's you take the risk, man. And, and, and we're starting to see like a lot more uh, reward and risk. So shout out for that uh, to happening in the laws right now, man. Like there's a lot of good stuff going on in the world. And I just appreciate everybody in the cannabis industry. That is doing their part to keep it true, keep it organic. It's only a matter of time before it's legal. Yeah, it's, you know? it's right there, man. Like, I know it's right there. We're, we're going to wake up know? one day. We're going to wake up one day and then it's going to be like America just gone fully federally legal. And then not too long after that, I really think that the world is going to kind of come to like this understanding. There's still going to be some countries that are like off of it, but I feel like the whole Southeast whoa, whoa. Asia is about <laughs> to start popping off. I feel like Europe is going to go stupid. I think Europe is going to be probably be like one of the biggest markets as a whole just because of like the the culture how i uh like like finer things have always been in europe like people are going to make it happen you know what i mean if you have like good fucking genetics and fire weed out there it doesn't matter how much it's gonna like cost london and all of europe have proven like they do not care they will buy it new york is like that too i'm like I feel like Texas is kind of going on a little broke side right now. They're like, as far as civilians go, but I've never seen it like that in, in New York when you have like people that are civilians pulling up in like lamb trucks and cashing out like on a couple pounds per person. I'm like, what the fuck? 
Real bread. I mean, it's real hard to bread. Like they say, Texas has money, and I agree, but it's like a different type of money. It's like generational. Yeah. They spend it differently. When you go up to New York and or you go up to it's LA, fast money. It's fast money, dog. It's yeah. I, I've met so, so many, many people in a small area. How many twenty four year olds you met that are like freaking millionaires, dog? That yeah. are on top of the world, their brand, or like even younger than that. And I'm like, damn, bro. Like shout out to you because I was like just getting out of prison. When I was twenty four. I fucked all that shit up because I was doing what I was doing. I felt like honestly, if the cannabis industry would have been at where it's at now before i got locked up or even if i just would have been a little bit more involved in it and knew a, a couple if i would have knew like maybe ryan and his people back then i feel like i would have been you know good out here in texas because around the time he was trapping out here in texas i was just getting started on myself so if i would have had connects like that i felt like maybe it would have been more of a possibility for me to just focus on that 100 percent. but like it wasn't really like that in texas if you're making money as a dope man, especially in Austin, you was probably selling cane or you're drinking yeah. whatever pills, all that. I used to get, yeah. me- get uh, uh, Xanax from Mexico for like stupid cheap that were actually really fucking good, like really good quality, snapped, all that. You know what I mean? They passed all the fucking quality control tests. It was like a bar baby problem. It was. Yeah. It really was. I remember me and my brother, bro, we were like, like, we were like that too growing up. My brother's five years younger than me, man. We, we, <clears throat> we grew up like, Fuck it, we're gonna sip some drink and pop some bars, and it's, that's just what this culture was. You didn't really think too much that like, oh, this is like bad for my body and all that shit. It wasn't until like, you know, a lot of the pimp C died. That shit was like crazy. A lot of artists recently have died. Almost everybody that was big in the Texas SUC clique is dead from like syrup or you know some drug problem. You know what I mean? Or just a cause from. Uh, from the, using the drugs and all that because you can get on that syrup bro and you on it like you can put on weight real fucking quick and you get on them pills like that you can your tolerance goes up and I remember back in the day we would hit on scripts for uh, like scripts real easy you just go in there and tell them some simple bullshit like you know, Tom you hurt and you know you want some pain they'll give you some Vicodin and you're like oh, I don't take pills and you're like oral solution they're like bet and they give you some like liquid hydrocodone and you're, boom, you got syrup right there they just have a half pint of syrup right there for like next to nothing. Super easy, man. We was doing that as, I mean, I say kids, but we were like in our early twenties and stuff, still doing that shit, man. So it kind of changed really in like the last 10 years. Like the drug culture has really kind of like turned it off for me. Like I don't like all the other shit. So much fake shit. Fentanyl is a dangerous ass drug. It's so crazy how that's even like a fucking thing. Everything's I think weed is the best high. Yeah, of absolutely. All the, of all the like, highs, really. I think that if we, if we would have been readily available, on the quality standards that we have right now, then like the crack epidemic may have not become a thing. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just feel like back then, or even like nowadays, like if people don't have access to good medicine, they like have a bad, cannabis, a bad first experience smoking some mid or Reggie out of like a can or something. Nah, for real. Know? Then they wind up like using meth. Like, oh, I don't want to smoke weed. I had a bad experience. And they're fucking smoking yeah, weed. Like, weed sucks. It don't do nothing. What? Two things. It's about who you're around. And that's what you said. Like, if I would have been around these guys, I probably would have done this differently. Yeah, it's, it's so much it's about, about how, you, how you come up. Yeah, yeah. And then it's also about, like, the big thing with weed versus a lot of people that have other addictive issues use weed to curb them using something worse. Yeah. They have that in them. It's this itch that they always have. But they can easily soothe it with cannabis versus Which letting it build or trying to find another way to, and it breaks out. And yeah, it's huge, man. It's no, it's why, that's why the pharmaceutical industry is yeah. against it. Even, even more specifically, like rosin, like, like hash rosin, like good hash rosin, like this. Like I feel like even more so than cannabis, if we would have just had shit like this available like 20, 30, 40 years ago, a lot of the drug epidemics that we know nowadays 
wouldn't be a thing because when I show people dabs, like those, uh, like especially like older heads, they're like, "Nah, I don't like it." And I'm like, "Why not?" Like, well, this one time, did it. I'm like, "Let me guess. You hit some fucking shatter off of a hot, like off a hot nail. You know what I mean? Like, let me guess. That's your lungs. Yeah, out. you coughed your lungs out. You did a scorching hot dab. I'm Couldn't like, okay, breathe. Hot. now let me put you on with this. And they're like, "Damn!" I remember when I showed my stepdad this shit. He asked me for a little bit of flour, and I was like, "Yeah, for sure, you can definitely get some, but you have to take." A little fucking booger of some hash rods, and he's like, "What are you talking about?" And I was like, "Set him up," and I did it, and it was like it's just imprinted in my brain. Like I forget shit really easy, but that like it's just like imprinted in my brain. Like my stepdad just like coughing his off ass off, just like completely blown away by how potent and how quick like the the high gets you and how tasty it is. He's like instantly just started like naming off all the shit as if he was a connoisseur. My stepdad's not even really like. A smoker like that, but he was all like, "Oh my god, like it's flavoring." I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just all like, "See, yeah. like this is like the shit that will turn anybody into like a fucking pothead." And just like, "Oh man, I love it when you get a dab and you tear up a bit." <laughs> it's how you know, bro. You know. Like I, shit, shout out, uh, man. If I just shout out any cannabis uh, or rosin brand right now with the real cannabis, Chris. I don't know if y'all heard of him. Yeah, I have. He I, does the thumbprints, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was. Nah, that's why that's why I serve over here in Austin. I really try, I stay away from like you know all the commercial ones that are popping right now, just because I, I, so many people are moving them. Like shout out to the like West Coast Alchemy, who Bill Gooding, all the Water Boys, all those dudes. Like they're they're doing their thing on a big commercial level, just kind of like how Doja is on like a consistent like good fire level. It's like a certain standard. It's like I, it's like Hennessy. Like I say, you know what I mean? It's like it's really good, but it has like a certain standard to it that like kind of like sets the tone for everybody else. Like if it's not better than this, then it should not cost more. By any means. And then when you open up someone like uh, Real Cannabis, Chris's shit, it's like, damn, those, have you seen the thumbprints? Yeah. You've seen them, I've actually smoked some. Yeah, yeah. That's why yeah. I, I keep some at the crib, man. And, uh, There's some talented artists out there. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We're, we're like, damn, like it's inspirational mm-hmm. to like our brand where it's like, okay, I want to invest in like a fucking freeze dryer. I, need only, <laughs> I, need, I want to invest in all this equipment and I'm figuring out how much all this shit is. And I'm like, damn. But I want to do it. I want to like I want to be able to like just like Perry said, bro. Spend like, money to make yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, that's me. You got to like business. stick your neck out there to do it, man. And then I, I want to start learning how to make Piatella. I was chopping up with Fidel. He was like telling me, like listening me up a little bit. And I'm like, okay, I think I think I can get that done, man. I think I can. Uh, think we can get that at the going. event you were talking to. Yeah, yeah. See, and that's that's something you that saw I how was. Yeah, but and that's something that I want to show people too is like. The conversations you get to have one on one is not the same in a DM. Yeah, it, it, when you connect with someone, you're sitting there talking Piatella with Fidel. Like that's not going to happen too many places. You're no. not. You might be lucky to run into him or hit him at a pop up, but to be able to, to conversate, dude, what's that worth? Exactly. That's why. Like, like I honestly thought y'all's like event prices were pretty fair because it was like, damn, like shout out to y'all for security. Like, yeah, I, I, I mean, personally as a vendor, like. I fucking hate that when I go to a, a, a an event and I pay these dudes like like even a couple hundred dollars a table, even if it's that much. It's like what am I? Like you you have 40? the problem is, and I don't mean to cut you no, off. Yeah. They're letting fifty or a hundred vendors come. I was just about we to got say eight to ten hand selected vendors that are strong relationships we've built over long periods of time, and then we that. say no to the other hundred people that are begging us to come. So the it. price has got to be higher for that. Supply and demand. That's the whole point. It's why the price is higher on Doja Flower and Doja products, it's right? Scary. Because he's not getting the packs that are hitting at 12, 13, 1400. No. 
he's getting from top, top growers that are growing strains that don't yield. They don't produce crazy. They're hard to grow. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Finicky. Like all these different factors yeah. go into it. So it's like, yeah, this is a premium product. Yeah. This is something you're going to pay more for, but you get a better experience. You're going to get your money's worth. And, and if not, it wouldn't continue going on. Nobody would fuck with it. I was just going to say the same thing about the vendor thing too. Uh, and so you're good on cutting me off on that. And I'm just wanting you to know the bro, that I, I, I've never made the type of money I had on y'all's events that I, any other event that I've gone to. New York, whatever the fuck. New York showed us out. I'm going to try another. Yeah. And, and when, yeah. Ryan, when Ryan, when we had to do that one in Houston and then fall through, and we came out in Austin and we made an event happen literally next day. We hit up Marky D, a good top promoter here in Austin that Ryan introduced me to. But Marky D made shit happen, bro. We got into a fucking big ass warehouse for that, that he does for his production company and shit. And, and we sold out. And he, Ryan was telling me he did like LA, like Hollywood event numbers. Like every, everything sure. that we got, he had, he sold out all of his stuff. I had stuff that I brought. I sold out everything. I'm calling my assistant to run back to the trap to grab everything else and that motherfucker <laughs> and bringing it back. And we're still like just clearing it off. I'll hear like off of all of like a one day surprise trip to Austin. Like he was going to be in Houston. Dudes from Austin drove up to Houston. Dudes from all over the place. Yeah. Drove to Houston just to go meet Ryan. And then he comes to Austin like the next day off the whim because shit didn't fly through. And all those dudes that went to Houston, if they didn't come from Austin, they drove past Houston to Austin just to make sure they met and got the next day. And it was a great event. A lot of like uh, conversations were had. A lot of like, uh, you know, connections were made. And just like y'all's event, man, like it's same thing. But just so like, I appreciate not having a lot of fucking vendors, having great vendors because we all get to mingle with within ourselves. We got to link up with LA Family Farms, Up the Hill Exotics, Fidel. God Holly, you know, I got to look up with a lot of players just from this and then, you know, get, get to bond more with the, the Oklahoma side of Doja mm-hmm. and get to show them guys how, how, how we're doing out here in Texas. Cause most of those dudes are from Texas. It's funny. We're talking about that. I'm like, why are you guys in Oklahoma? They're like, cause it's legal. <laughs> we got a, we got a licensed facility. We can, Oklahoma is one of the few states that you can like have a grow license and like kill a, a robber. Like if he like went yeah. on, like yeah. gunned up yeah. and all that and you had to like, fucking shoot a robber with a gun and kill mm-hmm. him, like, you're going to be straight out there. As long as everything's cool and all that, yep. you're going to be all right. That's not a lot of states that have that, man. So no. that's really cool. I can see why they went there, but they're like, as soon as Texas that's goes, crazy. we're, we're hightailing <laughs> it back home. We're, we're setting homies up with uh, the grow over here in Oklahoma, and we're hightailing it back home. And, I, and I'm like, bet. Like, that's Texas is going to be the next move, man. And, uh, you know, a, a lot of people say that, um, you know, Doja's been saying that for a while, that, like, Texas is, like the next booming uh, market, and I firmly believe it just because of how many people we out have out here um, from old, young, all that, man. I have so many customers myself. Like Most of all, my customers are breakdown civilian. You know what I mean? Those are the most loyal guys. When you're doing, uh, I have a big uh, delivery service, and it's become very profitable for me, and I don't do bulk deals because it's just like you're not making that many points off it. You got, you got the people, the loyalty is not really there. You know what I mean? Like when you're shopping bulk, you're, you, the shopper are always looking for the best price and, and, and best number and the, and the best uh, quality. And the minute that somebody else can bring that to you and you don't have like a relationship like this going on or something like that, you're going to walk away. I haven't dealt with nobody else outside the shit that we wrote and these dudes. Uh, my money doesn't go nowhere else. You know what I mean? I bring millions to the, to the trap a year. So it's like the relationship's worth it. You know what I mean? For both of us. It's uh, you know, you're out, I'm out here doing my best to represent a brand that I didn't start, but I have all the comfortability 
and you know, rocking with them and being on the team and making sure that they got everything that they need down over here whenever they touch down and the customers had the freshest flower. The cherry biscotti got it here the next day. It dropped, boom, ship fire out there, go grab that shit, bring it back. That way customers can be like, I'm getting this shit, freshest of the fresh, all that, all that, that good jags, all the boxes are going to check. I can guarantee it to you. It's worth it to you to spend whatever the hell I'm charging on, on a personal amount for you to grab it because you don't got to worry about nothing else. That's why I like bust on people. That's why I do what I do now. And I really don't see it divvying too much unless like the growth allows it. Because right now we're, we have so much going on in the grow, trying to expand it and the delivery service. It's a full-time fucking gig. And I mean, I, I stay tired with it. <laughs> Traveling these last couple months, I've really just kind of taken a toll on me because it's like I travel a lot to Cali, but now it's like I'm going East coast, West coast, back home. Hours are getting thrown around like all over the place and stuff. You're just tired. And then you want to spend time with your kids. Like, uh, shout out to all the parents that trap that can't be around their kids and want to. Cause I feel blessed as hell that I can do that. And there's a lot of these that I know that that love their kids to death. Um, even chicks too that, that love their kids to death. They do a lot and they, and they don't have custody or for whatever reason or they're not around them as much because they work so fucking hard. Like, Shout out to everybody that does that, man. Like it's, a, I have a big respect for you, and I hope that you and your kids can like really unite one day and and run it the fuck up together. You know what I mean? Because that's what my dad's wanted for me. We, I ran it up with my dad's, my stepdad, and my real dad. Um, <laughs> whether it was selling drugs or or uh, working in a catering kitchen, but I ran it up with both my dads. So I want I want my kids to run it up with me. I want this to be a family business. I want to put everybody that wants to work with me on. You know what I mean? I want to make sure that everything is there. And I encourage everybody else to kind of do the same thing. Give back to the community. Don't take too much from it. Just take what you need, man. Like you take too much from it. A lot of things, a lot of bad things happen, man. A lot of people get eyes on you. I've lost friends through this shit here in this very city. It's the same city I say is sweet as hell. I know friends that passed away here over traveling way too hard and having way too much eyes and attention on them because they're just going too hard. It's just the best way to put it. They're going too hard. They can't watch every fucking corner. You know what I mean? And then the one corner they didn't watch. You know, right there, you got to be careful, man. You got to spread yourself. You know, and Ryan's taught me that a lot too. You know, you got to put your attention where it matters. Because everybody, the bigger you get, everybody wants to hit you up. Like you said, you come here to Austin, learn Texas. To say I'm no. sure, I, I, I bet y'all guys got thousands of brands hitting y'all up. Hey, man, boom, boom, boom. You know, you're like, Sorry, it's like when I hit y'all up about being a vendor, y'all, you know, I was like, it is what it is. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, that's it is what it is, right? You got to learn to say no. Exactly. You got to learn the to say no. The most successful people I've ever been around say no more than anybody. They don't say yes to everything. So that's just life and growth. And you got to fucking double down on yourself. And that's what you guys are doing today, man. And we yeah. appreciate that shit. So shout out to you guys. Shout and out represent. to you, Draco. Shout out to you, Bert. We're fucking rooting for you guys, and uh, we'll keep connecting, man. You guys got to come out to the family reunion. We do yeah. that every year where we get all the um, former guests on the show, connect with all the fans of the show, and we all get together and break bread and connect and, you know, good. keep fucking keep the movement alive and, and collabs get birthed, uh, connections get birthed, and that's what this community is all about is just the growth of the culture and the progression of the culture as we step into these um, – new realms and and new ways of doing things. And as it continues to spread globally, because no. this is definitely a global movement and the plant connects people all around the world. And oh, anybody yeah. that's ever done any traveling knows that to be a fact, you know, you smoke, I smoke, 
you come together right away, you know? So it's, it's real dope. It breaks down barriers. Doesn't matter where you're from, you know, doesn't matter your background. None of that shit matters. At the end of the day, if you're a lover of cannabis and the other person is too, well, then you're going to connect for sure. So that's what we're all about. And that's what we're going to keep pushing, man. And you guys keep fighting the good fight, repping for Texas, repping for Austin. We appreciate you guys having us out here. And uh, we'll be back for sure, man. This Texas tour is something special. We got the event tomorrow night. We're going to end up. this shit with a Austin, bang, baby. Up, you know what I'm saying? And we're looking forward to it, man. Austin's been dope so far. I'm really vibing this. I like Dallas a lot, but I, I've, as we drove into Austin, I was like, I'm feeling the vibe already. I, li- I like it out here yeah, a lot. It's a, it's a vibe, man. It's, a, it's definitely a cool spot to, to chill out. Have y'all been to the domain yet? Not yet. No. Yeah, we'll go, we'll go to the domain. Anytime y'all are in Austin, man, please tap in with me. Absolutely. It's cool. It's understood. But if you, if you ever need... Spots to go at, chill. I got extra cards, extra spots to stay at. Shit, man. You get, I like to pride myself on being a good host to people. I want to make sure y'all guys that text every in you, Yeah, man. hell yeah. Southern <laughs> hospitality. Southern hospitality. That includes yeah. the drug to get carry a strap no matter who the fuck you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I, I make sure y'all guys are, are, are good. Make sure y'all guys are good out here and get to catch the vibe as much as you can out here. There's so many beautiful spots here in Austin. I can't wait to show y'all guys, man. Where can Let's people connect it. or reach out? Uh, to me, yeah. yeah. Oh, Instagram. Uh, yeah, my my brain smokes strong, but uh, you can reach me on Instagram Doja dot Draco. Uh, Burke, he kind of stays off the whole social media part. He, you know, he's he's in the garden. He doesn't really put himself out there like that. So I'm surprised he came because showing the face out there. I was like, I, I kind of had to coach him up, man. But yeah, if you need to, uh, if you need to tap in with me and and get some of our medicine and, and just chat with me or figure out how we can build something. Doja Draco on Instagram. And uh, yeah, thank you, man. Appreciate it. You come that. out to Austin, tapping with my man Draco. And uh, Burke, you boys keep doing what you do, man. Yeah. Appreciate keep you guys. Thank a good you. fight for real. We're rooting for you boys, man. You already know what it is. It's first smoke of the day, and we're out with another one right here in Austin, Texas, baby. Let's go. H-Town, let's go. Peace. Hey, stop. Before you leave, roll up another one. We got more episodes just like this. Click right here.